Dear Mother, After defeating Needle Branch in the Emerald Wilds, we spent the night in boisterous celebration at Bell's Keep. There was singing and dancing, speech-making and cheering, and lots and lots of drinking. Victor jumped atop a table, demonstrating a magnificent reel, as Clan Fallow Shield slurred out a rousing rendition of Yellow Yellow and several other scandalous dwarven songs of celebration. Sari was arm in arm with the dwarves, a fantastic grin upon her face. Bolt busied themselves with sharing their store of rock-copper vodka, then settled in for an evening of people-watching, and Ezra sat at a table in a corner, nursing a mead. Mayor Bolin quieted down the crowd by standing on her chair and clanking her metal stein with a spoon. She said many nice things about our little group and expressed her deepest gratitude for our help in saving Belle's watch. She ended her speech by declaring us the Wayward Watch. I can think of no better name for our eccentric band of misfits. In all my life, I've never before felt like I was part of something quite as significant as I do now that I'm a member of the Wayward Watch. Lucan and I sat together for a bit and shared a drink. I gazed into his sparkling eyes as he expressed how proud he was of me. I could feel my face flush. I couldn't control my smile. He then reminded me that it was he who had trained me well. My heart, which was nearly pounding out of my chest, dropped into the pit of my stomach as the compliment he had just given me was swiftly taken away. I have come to find I am not my true self when I am with Lucan, and I hate myself for it. He has this powerful hold over me that I cannot explain. When I am with Sari, Victor, Ezra, or Bolt, I feel free to speak my mind, and they treat me with such love and respect. With Lucan, I am in a constant state of worry as I try to be the woman he wants me to be. I am ashamed of my girlish foibles. The next morning, I was awoken by Goldie flitting about my room. She spoke quickly, and I had to ask her to repeat herself a few times to understand what she was trying to say. She explained that the trio had a mission for me and my friends. A rot has been spreading in Bleakwood Forest, the result of a terrible evil. If we failed to stop it, the world as we know it would cease to exist. She instructed me to find the people of the Blind One and to assist them in their plight. The trio granted me the boon of the claw for our mission, and Goldie promised me there was another gift waiting for me outside. I gently stroked her feathery back and said goodbye. She flew out the window and was gone with the breeze, but left a single gold feather on the windowsill, which I quickly braided into my hair. I made my way to Sari's room to wake her. I knocked, but there was no answer. The door to her room was not locked, and so I let myself in. Sari was nowhere to be found. At first, I thought perhaps she was passed out at one of the tables downstairs, but then I noticed a beautiful necklace lying on the table in her room. I approached it cautiously, then picked it up. As I did, I heard a chorus swell in my mind. I can only assume it was the choir and that this necklace was actually craggy. I knew as I held the necklace that Sari had been sent on a mission of her own by the choir and that I was to keep the necklace safe while she was away. I woke Ezra and asked him to fetch Victor. I then found Bolt. They were in their room, finishing up a project at a workbench. I watched as Bolt coiled razor-sharp wire into a trap of sorts. I never know what invention Bolt will come up with next, and I can only hope I'm never on the receiving end of one of their weapons. We all met in the mess hall, and I explained the necklace and the trio's mission for us. 
We remembered that Ezra's professor friend had said the third ring had passed through Willow Creek Hollow and were on their way to Terrebonne. We speculated if they might be the people we were to find to help as Lucan approached our table. He asked if I was ready to leave for Terrebonne with him. My throat started to tighten, and I struggled to swallow back the lump that had formed there. I knew he wasn't going to like what I had to say. I looked at each of my friends' faces and their kindly eyes. They've all been very vocal about their feelings toward Lucan. They despise him. I summoned the grain of courage I had stored in my soul and told him that I couldn't travel with him to Terrebonne because I had been given instruction from my goddesses. If looks could kill, you would be attending my funeral today. He glared at me and said he would meet me in Terrebonne eventually, and that we could discuss where my loyalties lie. He turned and walked away. When he was gone, I felt a strange sensation fill my chest, which I can only describe as pride. Pride in myself for finally being true, for being brave, for choosing goodness. We made our way outside to see if this rot Goldie had told us about might have something to do with the cracking. We looked to the skies to see if the glowing purple crack had grown, but it looked how it always has, haunting and out of place, but not any worse. Suddenly we heard the growling of a large cat echoing through the street. It was followed by a loud thumping sound. The thumping grew louder and louder until we saw a beautiful bounder running down the street straight toward us. It came to a halt right in front of me. This bounder, unlike the ones I had seen in Six Hills, had long, floppy ears that almost brushed the ground with magnificent antlers like those of an elk atop its head. Its fur was a silver color, a dreamy gray with hints of chestnut brown, like the sky after a storm. It was wearing shining gold armor adorned with green leaf accents and a saddle that looked to be the perfect size for me. I put my head to the bounders and closed my eyes. I could feel his life energy surge through me. I knew he was a divine gift from my ladies. I ran my hands over his head and rubbed his soft furry ears between my fingers. A memory flashed through my mind. A father. He had taken me into the forest one day to check our trap line. We came upon one of the traps and found a small bunny struggling to get free. I expected father to swiftly snap its neck so we could take it home for dinner that night. Instead, he gently held the rabbit and released it from the trap, sending it on its way. Father looked at me and said, Sometimes we take a life. Other times we show mercy. It is a delicate balance, Evie, my girl, one you will learn with time. I opened my eyes and kissed my bounder on the head. I shall call him Darian, I said, after my father. It took us two days to travel to the forest. I rode Darian and the others procured horses for the journey. As we approached the edge of Bleakwood Forest, I felt like I was coming home. Deep down, I hoped I would happen to run into you or father or any of my friends from Rowan. I knew it would be unlikely, but I kept searching through the looming trees for any sign of family. Eventually, we found a large blue tent surrounded by a dozen smaller tents. We heard the rhythmic pounding of a hammer on an anvil coming from the temporary settlement. As we approached the encampment, we found an older woman with beautiful dark skin weaving at a loom. 
She stood and warned us that we were approaching the tempered requiem and to announce ourselves. We suspected that these people were the third ring we were looking for and turned to Victor to do the speaking. Victor announced himself as Victor Odanta and presented his blade to the woman who called herself Lenora Faust. Lenora was the previous prime of the third ring, this tempered requiem. She recognized Victor as his father was a member of this very ring. Their creed is to protect and defend. Victor explained our purpose in seeking out the wing, and Lenora invited us to meet with their current prime, her son. She led us through the camp. We watched a group in a clearing practicing a dance drill. They moved in perfect synchrony to the hammer of the blacksmith's forging delicate blades all around us. Lenora ushered us into a large tent. Hanging from the roof of the tent were dozens of glass cages filled with several varieties of butterflies— I could feel Bolt tense up at the sight of the winged creatures. I don't think they've quite recovered yet from our encounter with the butterflies in the Emerald Wild that nearly killed them. Standing behind a large desk were two men. One was tall with an irritable look on his face. He frowned at us, his cold, calculating eyes inspecting every member of our party. He walked off, and the other man greeted us with a hearty smile. His gray-dreaded hair perfectly complemented his warm, dark skin. He was even more handsome than Lucan, but I've come to find physical beauty can be deceiving. The man introduced himself as Ivan Faust, Lenora's son and prime of the third ring. I explained to Ivan our charge from the trio. He looked past me to Victor and Ezra, who were both kneeling out of respect. He gave a nod to Ezra. Ivan explained that a void rift had opened in a nearby village by the name of Karth, this void rift, unlike the others that have occurred throughout Anaria, never closed. They were sent an urgent message by the Opal Wing to help protect the village. When they arrived, the village was gone, completely obliterated. Even worse, as they inspected the village, they found that the graves of the dead had been opened and the bodies were all missing. Ivan said he was happy to have our help and motioned to his attendants who started dressing him in armor and equipping him with weapons. Ivan turned to Victor and told him that this would be a trial for him. If he could prove himself, Ivan might help find a path of forgiveness for Victor's mistakes. As we approached the demolished village of Karth, a thick fog rolled in at our feet. We could hear the crunch of dead grass beneath our feet with each step we took deeper into the mist. Soon we were hit with a wave of nauseous fumes. The smell of death surrounded us. The dead grass gave way to rocks swarmed with maggots. We heard a shout in the distance. Ivan turned to me for our plan. I asked Victor to scout ahead to see how many enemies we may be dealing with. If this void rift were anything like the one Sarah and I encountered in Potter's Path, the area would be teeming with undead. We tried to be completely still while Victor was gone, though it was difficult not to choke on the rancid air that filled our lungs. When Victor returned, he described what he found. There was a huge purple void rift in the middle of the fog. There were undead and orcs shambling about, following directions from a nasty-looking female orc with long, wicked claws. She had an imp on her shoulder and was yelling at the orcs as they stabilized several large pillars. A massive skeleton had emerged from the void rift, carrying another totem. Victor heard faint screams coming from within each. 
As Victor made way back to us, he carefully placed his blades on three of the skeletons patrolling the area. We crept up closer to the void rift to surprise our enemies. Victor called his blades back to him, killing the patrolling skeletons. Just as we were approaching the edge of the fog, I lost my footing and slipped. Victor called out to me as he tried to catch my arm, and in a matter of seconds, our surprise attack was thwarted. Bolt immediately threw out one of the wire traps I had seen them craft. It landed directly in front of the void rift, and a tangle of sharp wires erupted from it, entangling two of the undead. Bolt ran into the fray and was immediately attacked by two orcs, and then the massive skeleton. They blocked both attacks with their shield. The lady orc clicked her claws together, and a thick black magic oozed from her hands, spilling on me, Bolt, and Ezra. Ivan ran to one of the pillars and began hacking away at it while fighting off orcs. I mounted Darien and we charged at the skeleton. Darien rammed his head right into the skeleton's chest and we heard the cracking of bones. Streaks of fire, Victor's knives, and Ezra's arrows sailed through the air hitting orcs and imps. Bolt whipped the woman orc with their chain and exchanged blow after blow with the ugly monster. My vision started to blur as the void rift before us pulsed and more skeletons emerged. Thankfully, Bolt's wire trap was perfectly placed, and they became caught in the wire like the others. As the skeletons emerged, we were able to look into the other side of the void rift and could see a figure with red hair chained up to a pillar within the void. Ezra was impaling skeletons and undead left and right, each arrow leaving a streak of orange magic in its wake. He was soon attacked by the undead, and Ivan shouted at Victor to protect his team. Bolt and the orc woman continued to fight one another when Bolt was finally able to defeat her. As she fell to the ground, she shouted, You'll never defeat Ogma. As this was happening, the giant skeleton before me exploded. I fell on my back, and Darian was gone. I knew I would be able to summon him back again, but... Losing him did help fuel my resolve to destroy the monster. I took up my longsword and called upon the power of the trio. As I sliced through the massive skeleton before me, my longswords flashed with green and gold energy, and the form of a bunny emerged from the tip, completely destroying the skeleton. There was nothing left but ash and soot. As the dust settled from the skeleton, Victor shattered one of the pillars with his knives and killed the final undead monster. He turned to Ivan and said, I defend the weak. My team is not weak. My team destroyed the rest of the pillars and green tendrils of magic were sucked back into the void rift. Like a piece of torn fabric getting stitched up, the void rift closed and vanished. The fog around our feet dissipated and the sun was soon shining again. Ivan gave Victor a look of true admiration. He said he was impressed and asked for Victor's forgiveness for not thinking Victor capable. He then asked Victor if he would like to travel with his wing for a while to learn more of their ways and teachings. I am so excited for Victor and hope that Ivan will help him find his way back into the Eight Rings. I have missed Sari and wish she could have fought with us today. I hope the Choir of the Crags is taking good care of her. Love, Eve.
everybody, and welcome back to session 13 of Tales of Anaria. My lucky number. The unlucky episode. No. Yep. It, is, it is Friday the 13th, and we're doing... Wait, no, it's not Friday. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm all over the place tonight. Uh, welcome back, Colby. Thank you. It's good to have you in I, physical form once again. I appreciate not being a hologram. What did you yeah. do to Preston, though? Um, I turned him into a hologram. <laughs> kind of looks force ghosty. A little bit. <laughs> Yep. You killed Preston? <laughs> uh, we're a fantasy game, so he's an illusion. He's an illusory uh, uh, a Preston. Specter, a yep. ghost. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're going to go ahead and just jump right into it tonight. Uh, if ever, everybody remembers last time, you just heard the recap. Thank you, Tori, as usual. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And uh, But we're going to start tonight two days prior. Uh, back at Bell's Watch during their big celebration uh, where the Wayward Watch got their name, and uh, Ceridon. Hmm. Um, we, we asked everybody else this question, what does Ceridon do during the party? Oh, she's, I mean, she's living it up. She's celebrating, she's drinking, she's she's carousing. Okay, yeah. Maybe uh, even getting in a fight. Oh know. yeah, if you want to, <laughs> Clan Fallow Shield is more than ready yeah. to throw down. Just friendly brawls, yep. leg yeah. wrestling. Oh yeah. <laughs> Please do. Not 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 like no 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 feats of strength. I have a, I have an eight strength. Like, <laughs> a random cater it's like weapons. You're like, only hey. with weapons. <laughs> only or like with you know, like, like like blunted weapons are fine. Uh -huh. But like yeah. Like somebody's like, hey, let's, really let's go to a weapons. fist fight and you're like, great. Brass knuckles and uh, Craggy turns into brass knuckles. Here we there go. go. Yeah. <laughs> a bow staff. I mean, you know, take your pick. Yeah. Uh, at one point during the night I actually do, did want to say that um Gerard comes up to you. And he sits down and he he clinks mugs with you just as a way of greeting. And I'm I'm definitely drinking out of Craggy. Of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Got to got to respect the patron, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that'll go fine for you. Um, <laughs> and and he and he goes, uh, you fought well tonight. I'm I'm very impressed. Well, I, I mean, I did tell you that uh, we'd be leading the charge, did I not? And you did. But okay. in all seriousness, I, I I will admit I was impressed. With uh, with your clan as well, you fought excellently. Kind of getting over that prejudice there. I'm working on it. Oh, good. I'm I'm finding that not all things that my dad told me about Clan Fowlshield were true. There's some of us that are closer to home to the stories than we'd like to admit, but it's more of a uh, condition of our exile than anything else. But um, I know what it's like to feel like you don't belong and you're a little bit homeless. Well, I mean, you've got a good family around you, it looks like. Yes, my adopted family, absolutely. Panda, a bunch of drunkards, and me and Waltz are like, <laughs> yeah. Waltz trying to chat up a girl about buttresses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Eve's taking a swim in a, yeah, she's in a water trough. trough. <laughs> and he goes, uh, as a as someone who is clanless, um, it is my capability to extend an offer. And he pulls out a scroll and he sets it on the table and he goes, "If you feel like you ever want a clan, Fallow Shield would be happy to have you." Hmm. Don't believe us. Well, so okay. It doesn't like. Sorry, we should clarify that a clan. Doesn't I need an answer have now. To leave. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like it, it's just more <laughs> okay. like a symbolic like. Gesture. Like, so it's like when an orc gets their last name, right? Like, yeah. So, so because Sari has no like internal dialogue, uh -huh. right? It's just all 
the choir. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she just kind of looks at it and she, she, you can see her get thoughtful for a second. And she's like, my dad promised me that one day I would be adopted into his clan, but it hasn't happened yet. I probably wouldn't even be with him if my mother was still alive and the queen hadn't basically forced him to take me in. So yes, I am a bit of a bastard. Thank you for your offer. She kind of takes the scroll and she says, I will give it some serious thought, if for no other reason than because it would get under my dad's skin. <laughs> Rile his hackles like nothing I've ever done. Never a better reason. And he, he smashes uh, kegs. I said kegs. Uh, mugs with you. I can't <laughs> just like it. Yeah. On, yeah. Uh, yeah. I did that again. Oh my gosh. Um, I just imagine this huge barrel with a tiny handle. Yeah, and they're and still rod. Yeah, it's definitely he's still like, yeah, it's probably like as big as him. Yeah, or he just he uses his stone fist to uh, <laughs> yeah, grab the big handle. Totally. Um, he says, at the very least, consider it a favor if you show that to the stone or to the uh, not the stone, the uh, fellow shield, fellow shield clan. will help you out. I shall. Thank you. Huh. Sincerely. Of course. Now come on, there's more drinking to do. Absolutely. Um, and uh, just so, I, I actually have a clarifying question that I want to ask. What is Ceridon's Da's clan? Um, the Stone Ward. It, it is Stone Ward, mm-hmm. okay. So she like, she uses the name, uh-huh. but she hasn't been given like official status. Do you know okay. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Poser. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> or maybe more like, as like thumbing her nose at, uh. you know. Oh, yeah. Bite my thumb at you. The following is uh, something else that happened, and then we'll go ahead and get right back into everything else. Uh, but several hours into the victory celebration, finds Saradon plenty intoxicated, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have you roll to see how many drinks you've right. had. <laughs> Seven. Seven. D- based on my performance at the um, at the Brewfest, that's probably enough to yeah. have yeah. me. Seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven beers is not a lot. Under the table. Seven shots of whiskey yeah. is a lot. Yeah. Or was it seven kegs? <laughs> seven <laughs> kegs. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Seven pony kegs. Ooh. Yeah, um, it, it looks like Bell's watch is pulling out the stop. All the stops, and after a worrying brush with the Emerald Wilds, they're more than happy to party, and Clan Fallowshield looks like they're no strangers to revelry either. Uh, the kegs are tapped, chants are picked up, and at the center of it all is the newly named Wayward Watch. Every time Sari believes she has finished her drink, uh, Gerard or one of the other dwarves is immediately by your side to fill it up again. Um, so seven continuous drinks of varying types. You do taste some of the uh, some of the rock smasher, rock hopper, rock, rock hopper, hopper and vodka, because oh those boy. those definitely got tapped for for this. Uh, you're just ramping up with the clan, belting out the chorus to "Yellow Yellow," a Malagoth drinking song, mm-hmm. when all other sound is drowned out by the deep rumbling of voices in your mind. The edges of your vision begin to darken and shadows flit about elusively in your eyes. Ceridon Stoneward, the voices call. Their chant, dark yet eternally steady. You are called, you will answer. Nobody around is Ceridon- it, Is it coming from my mug? It's coming from all around you, but you can <laughs> tell that it is. <laughs> <laughs> You're but it, it, my scene. <laughs> it is the choir. It is the choir. Yep, you can clearly tell that this is the choir. 
Uh, nobody around you seems to react to the voice. That's pretty typical. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody seems to be reacting to your movement. In fact, they're all they're all in that that weird slow motion, like chanting, laughing yeah, yeah. kind. Of, yeah, that happens uh, sometimes in movies in mm-hmm. real life. If you're weird um, <laughs> or normal, it's fine. You can be weird. And so uh, you you kind of turn around until you see a dark cloaked figure uh, watching you from the doorway that leads deeper into the keep. Mm. And as you as you turn and you fully direct your attention towards it, uh, it slips through the door uh, like an inky black ooze. Mm. And, uh, mm. and the message is pretty clear. You will follow. I will. I won't, I won't hesitate. I'll just get up and, I mean, I might be sort of walking <laughs> crooked, but... Uh, you know, making my way. <laughs> you open the making door to, <laughs> to a room that's not yours and there's just an old guy in a tub like, oops, sorry. sorry. I mean, Sarah, that's my name. Not sorry. <laughs> not sorry. <laughs> um, you arrive at your your room, you close the door, and as soon as you do, you, you feel craggy start to shift in your hand. And um, it turns from its mug form, so it drops and spills the the alcohol on the ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eve didn't notice the floor was sticky the next morning. <laughs> um, and it turns into that kind of nebulous ball of light that happened uh, like when Glitterbug mm. touched it. And um, just kind of, it, it almost feels, it's that same kind of intense light that permeates everything like uh, alt steel is. And you can feel it tug on your body, your mind, your soul. Every, mm. every piece of you gets tugged and it just pulls you into it completely and just swallows you whole. Do I make the same popping noise that Craggy makes when I turn it into yep. something else? <laughs> yep. See how you like it. <laughs> and in the end, all that was your back cracking though instead. Was <laughs> <laughs> he full? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should have had her turn around. <laughs> yeah. this um, way. But all that is left is a locket with a music note on it. And it uh, it floats itself over, <laughs> just because I know what you're thinking. It floats itself over and lays itself down on on the desk uh, for Eve to find the next morning. Okay. So we uh, we're gonna go ahead and fast forward two days to yep the uh, tempered requiem words speech mouth work and. You guys are enjoying a nice dinner with Tempered Requiem. It's not as it's not a like full on celebration party, but you did close a void rift. They're they are you know they're grateful for the help. They're kind of like serious people, right? Oh like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. The eight rings are very much uh, a bunch of like wet blankets, <laughs> soggy sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Everyone except for Victor stands out like a sore thumb, mm-hmm. right? In the group. Yep. Yeah. And um, specifically, Victor and. Uh, Ivan are speaking to one another and kind of they've been talking to each other pretty much the entire way back um, and you've learned that uh, Victor is going to be going on a special uh, foray to try and learn the secrets of the Temple of Requiem so basically this adventure that uh, Victor is going to go on is a it's like a training session in the woods uh, they're going to teach him some specific Temple Requiem skills they're going to teach him a little he, bit more about it. Is he going just with Ivan or with several members of the group? It'll just be with with Ivan. The rest of the group is going to be uh, moving out. Well, they'll be remaining here until they get back, and then they'll be heading up to Terrabon cool. after that. 
Um, and it sounds like uh, Victor is also very excited uh, because there's some forging involved. He's going to mm. try and forge his own dagger to add to his collection. So, yeah. Nice. Fancy. Um, but Ivan does come up to the rest of the group and he says, uh, while we're gone, if you'd like, you can stay here or you can move on uh, and we can we can have Victor uh, meet up with you once we get to Terrapon. Um, I think for the night, if we could stay here for the night. Absolutely. Uh, we have a tent set aside for you. Uh, we have feed for your horses. Uh, and um, does your does your mount? Uh, well, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear about your mount. Uh, oh, he's quite all right. In fact, Darian. Okay. Uh, so you're going to cast by Steve. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that green mist kind of coalesces again. You guys hear the the thumping of uh, paws. Is that what? Yeah. Money's yeah. have paws, right? Yeah. The thumpers. You hear the thumping of the thumpers. Uh, and then the uh, luckies. Yeah. <laughs> the luckies. And then uh, Darian bursts out of the mist and basically like. <laughs> no, Scott. <laughs> uh, I just bolt. understood Bad what bolt. you were saying. That's so rude. <laughs> Squirt bottle. Bad bolt. <laughs> uh, but Darian does basically tackle you to the ground and start just like furiously sniffing everywhere to make sure that you're okay. Make sure that everything's fine. That there's no injuries that he needs to tend to even though he's a rabbit. Um. <laughs> oh, little buddy, it's okay. I'm okay. Are let you me lick, okay? Let me lick the wounds closed. Don't lick me. <laughs> he does not lick you. This time. <laughs> he's talking like, ah, Good dairy. Almost, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you guys can go ahead. You can uh, go into the tent. Uh, Victor and Ivan, pretty much after dinner, get packs together and they leave into the woods into the middle of the night. Um, and yeah, you can all fall asleep. You can take a long rest. Yes. Nice. And uh, as you do, we're going to zoom in on Eve's locket, or Eve's locket, the, the locket that Eve is currently wearing. And we're going to go into wherever it is that Ceridon ended up. And where that is, is a, this kind of nebulous mist that surrounds you. Uh, and out of the corner of your eye, it looks like different architecture in different areas. Mm. Uh, you can see the, you can vaguely see like the stone halls of Malagoth city. Um, and when you try and move that direction again, it's just mist. Mm. And then out of the corner of your left, left eye, you see uh, architecture that looks similar to what you would see in Terrabon or Bell's Watch. And just everywhere you look like, you, wherever you look, it, it doesn't look like anything. It's just mist and hooded figures. And all of these, all of these cloaked and hooded figures uh, various shapes and sizes. You can't see any specific details on them. They're just kind of standing around, and you you hear that kind of low humming. Cold alert for them. <laughs> I mean, he's a warlock. So oh, yeah, the, okay, the yeah, graveyard kind of scene in a Christmas Carol. I was no, they're say, um, Potter, it's but that's, yours, yeah. Ebenezer. <laughs> <laughs> no spirit. I'll do which, anything. Which version of the Christmas Carol? <laughs> Jim Carrey, obviously. Um, I was just thinking the, <laughs> the play version, which I've been in. That one. Yeah? Cool. Yeah, man. Uh, that one's not bad. Yeah, Were you one of the hooded figures bad. in the background? I was. We did this awesome, like, yeah. modern dance as these hooded figures. I thought it was cool. It was like, <laughs> it was like Thriller meets Christmas. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll link a video of that. We will not. Uh, <laughs> let's check the archives. Um, no, thanks. We did something similar for Macbeth, actually. We, we were all playing Shh. like these. What did you say? We're not. Mm, play, this isn't a play. Blamed. We're just playing. It's cave. <laughs> um, cave. We're all cursed. It's because of Corey. You're welcome. And it's the 13th episode. Yeah. That too. Oh my gosh. The 13th episode curse. 
we, we better hurry this up. Yeah, this, this episode, <laughs> we're, we're on borrowed time. Um, so a figure steps forward out of the mass of uh, 100 figures and says, Ceradon, you have used our power to great effect. And he kind of, you know, nods. Craggy is with you physically at this okay. point and still in mug form. Uh, so if you want to I'll switch like, it out. <laughs> yeah, Albert, back to, back to the <clears throat> But we must know if you are worthy for the next step in your journey. Each wielder of our power has come with strength and tenacity all their own. Malik pulled his strength from within himself, his confidence propelling him to greater and greater heights. Ghana's strength came from her heritage, a proud warrior from a long line of warriors. Rannigan found strength in vengeance, striving to kill the man who destroyed his family. Where does Ceradon Stoneward pull her strength from? Excuse me, it's now Fallow Shield. <laughs> Not yet. He's but a maybe. freaking avatar. <laughs> You're a freaking avatar right now. Ooh. If we get an Aang or Korra, I'm Korra. <laughs> yeah, you're Korra. We can get an Appa, and then we can fly alongside. Yep, yep. You already have ship. a floppy ear belt. We can ride too. You can't fly. <laughs> Yet. Um, Bolt has Wink. ideas. <laughs> Sarah gets, gets very serious for a moment, as she is occasionally wont to do, not mm-hmm. often. <clears throat> and says... Um, I want, I need power. Power to protect the ones that I love. To keep my family from getting hurt. When my mother died, I have desired nothing more than an ability to stop anyone else that I love from perishing. I will do whatever it takes. We shall see. And the choir picks up and he raises his hands into the air and you can see kind of this bright light, even though like it's not permeating the mist and revealing these figures anymore, uh, kind of hang overhead. And then you hear, you hear kind of these, not shouts of surprise, of alarm, as um, Eve, Ezra, and Bolt drop down from the ceiling and land onto the misty ground. Uh, You've all been pulled into the locket yourselves, waking up from your long rest. So you did take the long rest completely, but uh, you are now within the locket. (laughs) Butterflies. I just say, Uh, what's going on? Craggy, what is this vision? This is no vision. We'll see if you can protect those you love. And he and uh, the cloaked figure waves a hand in this uh, kind of doorway materializes and opens up and says, three trials await you. No, four, sorry. Four trials await you. <laughs> four? All of the figures Four. Four. They all say in unison. Four trials await you. We will see if you can protect them and if they can protect you, and if you are worthy of your task. I, I, I run up to, um, to Eve and to everybody else. And, 
Evie, are you all right? Are you really here? Where are What's happened? How long have I been in here? Uh, several days. It feels like only moments. Um, is this a dream or... I don't believe like, so. Start like, poking everyone, make sure they're like <laughs> real. Yeah, you, they're all physical formed. Um, I was at the, I was at the, we were at the revel. I was pretty drunk. I saw, um, I heard a voice. It was craggy. I saw a figure. I followed him in. Next thing I know. You're in the necklace. I, well, I, I don't know that, but uh, I was sort of folded in half and sucked into this light. And now I'm here and now you're here. And, oh, I feel like I may have endangered you all. Um, Eve, do you still have the locket? I know you do not. I, it's gone. Uh, did, did I notice anything? Since I don't actually sleep, I go into Sentry's Rest, where mm-hmm. I'm still conscious True. and awake. Did uh, I? Yeah, you would have seen the locket turn back into that nebulous light form moments before it pulled you in. It seemed like the locket from Eve turned into a globe of light of some sort. And then the next thing I know falling down into this. This locket is where I ended up. We we found it in your room and when we all held it we could hear the choir and we knew that you were in there. We couldn't smell you though. We did try. We tried. <laughs> mm-hmm. She laughs. I tried to turn you into a cup and it didn't <clears throat> Well, I should think not. It's very determined. That is a very um, personal privilege. Thank you very much. <laughs> We, a little bit of grumbling from the, <laughs> 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 we, the we've, been, we've been traveling, Sari. We, we left Bell's Watch. We're in Bleakwood Forest. And where is Vicky? He mm. left with a member of the 8th, 6th, 3rd... Wing? Wing ring. Wing ring. Is he alright? He's fine. I think they're giving him a chance to prove himself. Um, we were just taking a rest in a tent that they set up for us, and we defeated some skeletons and things like that. I wish you were Was there, there another rift? There was. And I missed it. I know. You would have loved it. And it was incredible. And it Darian. really scary. Where's Darian? Uh, zoom back out of the locket, Darian, and just kind of like looks around a little bit and then falls back asleep. <laughs> a little concerned. <laughs> Freaking on some, Darian. Nibbling on some dandelions. Laying on the locket. Dandelions. He's gnawing on it a little Delicious. bit. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, definitely protected lock. It's like around one of his ankles. So. <laughs> I have a Darian now, but. You have I, a Darian? I hope you can meet him. My own bounder. <gasps> Wait. Is he, is he the racing type? He's adorable. He is very fast, yes. And well, adorable. Long, floppy ears. Oh, okay, fine. Yes. I, I think I can be a fan. Yes. Where did he come from? Wait, we don't have time. It's fine. Explain well, it later. <laughs> right? So why are you just like <laughs> sitting there like, they're not saying anything. You guys can keep talking if you want. <laughs> Apparently, okay, so... Uh, craggy or, uh, I suppose... Uh, a past rent, a past version of, of the, well, the previous possessor of the choir of the crags, or the previous person who Craggy was patron to, was asking me where I got my power from, or, or what I suppose drove me. And uh, being honest, as I am wont to do, I let him know that above all things, I crave power. Don't think ill of me. It's because 
I want the ability to protect the ones that I love, my family. And you're, frankly, more family than any other that I have right now. And upon hearing that, suddenly you all showed up. You fell out of the sky from the mist. And I suppose they're giving me some sort of test to see if I can actually protect you after all. But I will. I know you will. What do we have to do? What do I have to do? Keep them safe. All of the hooded figures just, like, point to the door in unison. Not more archways and doors. <laughs> I'm not afraid of doors. This I mean, it seems to be a theme. With glitter our bug? <laughs> She's well, not here. Fine, let's go. Can they stay here while I go do whatever this test is? Um, Sari, you're not going alone. You we said it to yourself, we're a family. And um, we're pretty capable of protecting ourselves. I, if you could have seen the last fight, you would have known. We did it without you. Oh. It was rough. <laughs> and we missed she's, you. She's mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what would my vanguard captain say? Not only was I not first into the breach, I wasn't even through the breach at all. Well, I mean, technically, none of us went through the breach. It's a matter of speech. It's a figure of speech. We did see something on the other side, but we can talk about that later. Actually, the rift is a breach. I'm going through one. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is getting very scary. Right. Let's go through the door, then. Thank you for having my back. Should we all hold hands? No? Okay. Just just, me. just 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 me and Eve. You can just hold your own hand, is that what you said? Just me. Eve <laughs> and I will, and then we'll look at everybody else and be like, fine. Mm, fine. And we'll skip. Oh, Ezra! <laughs> but I won't I'll skip. grab everyone in a big bear hug. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the Tin Man, we've got uh, the, the Scarecrow, the I don't know, uh, Dorothy, and uh, what are you, I? Toto? <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or the Cowardly Lion. Uh, I'll be the Cowardly That's Lion. Victor. Victor is Glenda the Good Witch. Glenda? Glenda. With a guy. With a guy. With a guy. No. Alright. Okay. Although he says, uh, Valinda. That's an epic dice each for that lovely moment about mm. family. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. He's coming oh, in. No. Oh, some old ball, too. Yep. And then uh, one more for Saradon because I saw I saw the jealousy when she said Darien uh, on yes. your face there. It was real. Yep. <laughs> well, and the bounder. Yep. Oh, I mean, sorry, the bounder and, well, never mind. You can get this out. But when I was watching um, the last episode uh, earlier today and and you were going on and on about Fabio or whatever. <laughs> Fabio. And, and I was like, oh, it's a good thing Sarah's not there. <laughs> we all hate you. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. We all love that. He either. sounded delicious. <laughs> I hate Lucan. Bolt has no feelings either way. Oh. Although, the last time he was kind of a dick, so that yeah. probably pushed He up. was rude. Lucan? No, yeah. I don't mean we, Lucan. We're not I mean him. We're talking about Peter's oh, Elba. Yeah. The night. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The prime of the lapis wing. I mean, he was pretty sexy. Mm -hmm. Let's he be was. honest. He, we all agree. He succeeded on his sexy check. Yep. His sexy check. <laughs> he totally did. <laughs> sexy check. Hmm. All right. Uh, so you guys enter through the door. Uh, as the last of you steps through, uh, the door is slammed shut, and the doorway just kind of vanishes. And you are in complete darkness. Uh, even, feels comfortable. Even darkness familiar. that you cannot oh, see. Feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Now you know how I feel. <laughs> 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 hmm. 
I just take a few steps forward and, and have my glaive at the ready. Okay, those are good things when we were holding hands. And as you yeah. do, you go like you hear you hear the sound of stone underneath you. Um, you can you can kind of uh, hear some rubble kind of kick away as your your boot uh, crosses a, a, a you know step by step. I sorry I I, I cast um, create bonfire like ten feet out from me. Okay, just to try and get some light. Um, there is no light mm-hmm. from your bonfire. So like I can't see the bonfire. I'm gonna pick up a rock and infuse it with light just to see okay. anything show. Uh, now what does your light do? Uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a different. So the fire doesn't work, but this actually does. Okay. But I think it's only like five feet. It's uh, it's bright light in five feet and dim for an additional five. Okay. Yep. So Bolt holds up his hand and and takes that pebble and turns it into a glowing rock, and you can see just the barest hint of the outside. Uh, there are certain places where this darkness is pushing back against. Hmm. That feels more like your magical darkness, but that even you cannot see through. Hmm. Um, but you do see the vague outlines of what appears to be this uh, this ruined uh, temple of some sort. And then as you guys are kind of like progressing through, because I'm assuming we're not just standing around. Right, right? yeah. Okay. Like cool. as you guys are moving through, you are seeing like these bubbles of darkness <laughs> and everything. And you can hear uh, the faint, like faint whispers as something uh, is within these globes. I want to poke one of them with my glaive. Okay. Uh, so as you do, uh, this Why? this black claw comes out and tries to slash at you. Uh, so I'm scared. Oh, I'm already so scared. Ooh. Nightmare. Ew. Is this based on my night terrors? Yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh, no. No, I wouldn't be that cruel. That's terrifying. Um, you, But you managed to dodge out of the way. All right, now that the mood lighting is set up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that claw comes out and slashes at you, but you're able to pull back away uh, quick enough. And then uh, from deeper into the hall, you hear a voice that uh, sounds, it, it, it just sounds a little, gargly isn't the right word that I want to say, but gravelly? that's like gravelly. It, it's sort of like, almost like, um, you remember, you remember, well, you don't remember because you never spoke with them, but uh, your characters remember how Hathor and Mirth spoke, and it was very much like they were underwater all the time, almost. Uh, Got and, it. and you hear that voice say, so you think, <laughs> oh, sh- I was just about to say, so you think the darkness is your ally, but that is, uh, that is uh, something else. Uh, so you think you can control the darkness better than we can. Let's find out. Oh, I'm seriously afraid right now. Show yourself. And um, they, they they chuckle and say, "Can't you see us? Hmm. Can I? Uh, no, you cannot. The only light you have goes out to ten feet. Uh, yeah, so you kind of like start turning the the thing around, and as you bring it around uh, in front of you, you you all see a an Aquathan woman, just and like she and just wake. like out of nowhere, yeah. deep black eyes. Uh, she's got this wicked uh, tooth-filled grin on her face. There's tiny, there's that tiny little fin uh, on the back there, and she's carrying a trident. And as she like comes into view, her trident thrusts forward, and a blast of water hits all of you. So I need everybody to make me a dexterity saving throw, please. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang it. <laughs> cool. Dang it. Okay, let's see. Ah. I'm sure I failed. Sorry. I got an eight. 
Uh, so Eve is the only one who makes her save. Everyone else is pushed 10 feet into one of these globes of darkness. Oh, and no, no. that is how we are going to start combat tonight. Oh, so that's what they do in haunted houses. They separate you and then you get way scared and you panic. I am, I am like, my stomach feels like it's up in my throat. <laughs> is it too much? <laughs> no, it's fine. You're okay? okay. I can do right. this. Uh, so let's go ahead and get some initiatives here. Um, Bolt, why don't you tell me your initiative? That would be a 16, sir. 16. I also got a 16. I also got a 16. Really? I really did. That is creepy. Somebody roll for Victor. We need to see. Victor got all his dice. Not a 16. (laughs) Plus whatever is. It's still not a 16. (laughs) Unless he has a plus 14 to his dexterity. (laughs) That's that's incredible, guys. You are in sync for these challenges, which... Hopefully it shall serve you well. Creepy episode 13. <laughs> We're a boy band for this yeah. for this episode. We're yeah. in sync. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's probably also 98 degrees in here. <clears throat> and we're on the back street, and two of us are boys. Two? So yeah. one. Just two. Oh, just oh, one. Oh, you mean in character. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I guess just one. <laughs> yeah, out of character, only two of us are boys. <laughs> Can you guess which ones? <laughs> the answer may surprise you. Okay, <laughs> uh, uh, so the first thing that is going to happen here, let me just think about that for just a second. Did the Etiquathan also get a 16? That would be creepy. That would be. No. Okay. She meant a 15. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's close. <laughs> Um, there are a few things that happened before you guys go. So now I've just I've just organized this by this, by the way, rather than you guys can basically put yourself in whatever order you want since we'll have the same one. There's nobody. How did Ezra and I get? Decks. Did we get pulled into? No. So this thing? this blast of water. Oh, that's right. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. What's your, yeah. what's your dexterity? Yeah, what's your dex? My dex is uh, twelve. Okay, so then it goes you, me. What and else? then you two are the same, so yeah. I guess you so gotta then choose. After that, it goes to. I'll go after. That's fine. What does it go to after? I don't know. Is it common? intelligence? Intelligence after after Dex. But it's we'll do. Gonna be you. So we'll do Ezra, <laughs> Saradon, Bolt, Eve. Then. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was like, I don't want to rearrange all the initiatives. <laughs> the initiatives are the same, Corey. That's the thing. Um, all right. So the first thing that happens is. Uh, a claw attack on Ezra and oh, no. uh, Bolt from the shadows. <clears throat> I'm not going to say oh no because I can't see anything coming out. That's true. Uh, Do you Bolt. still have your thing? I do have the light. Is light uh, working here? Not in not in this glob of shadow. Basically, it looks like Sari's darkness spell. Basically, Magical darkness. Uh, that is a. I put it in my mouth. Okay. <laughs> Just in case. That is a 16. What does it taste Bolt? like? Tastes like rocks. That misses. That misses. Yeah. And then um, a twenty-two. Yes, right. That hits. So you're going to take five necrotic damage. Okay. And you lose one point of strength as this 
basically this claw rends not through your armor, but through your very soul and saps some of your energy. Ooh, override score. What did you get us into, sorry? Um, okay, that, that hurts. Okay. And then... Uh, Sarah Dawn is going to have an attack on her as well. Can I see what's attacking me with my devil sight? Mm, man, that takes me down. Yes, actually, you can. Okay. We'll go ahead and say that within this darkness, you can see normal. Okay. And what you see is a shadow, a shadowy figure. Ooh. So we'll go ahead and throw that out there. That's scary. I really don't like that. That's <laughs> <laughs> so gross looking. Is that snakes for hair? What is that? Uh, oh, it's just a dude. It looks crazy, like um, crazy ghost hair. It looks like in Home Alone when he gets electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it rolls a twelve to attack you because yes. it does not have advantage on you. Okay. Scary. And then I believe that is all of those. And then it is Ezra's turn. Okay. Um. I'm just gonna fire off in the direction that the claw hit me from. Okay. Like I have no idea where it's at, so I'm I'm guessing this is disadvantage because yes. it can see me. Yep. Okay. Come on, Ezzy. Um. Oh man. Okay. So that will be a. And are you are you using any? Are you using a regular arrow? Yeah, I'm it? just okay. using regular because like I don't know what's here, so mm -hmm. it's just like a normal. No sharpshooter and no right. magical arrow. So that is a uh, seventeen to hit. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll me damage. Okay. Uh, I won't tell you whether or not it hits. Okay. Um, that will be six damage. Okay. I'm going to mark this down as a potential. Uh, so yeah, you you fire off an arrow into into the darkness. Um, you're not quite sure if it hit anything. Uh, you don't hear any sort of like shrieking or anything like that. Did it? Did it, like hear the arrow hit anything on the other end, like a solid object uh, or anything? Yes, technically you did hear it hit on the other end, but okay. whether or not that means Can't anything after make out what like yeah. if it was stone or mm -hmm. okay or flesh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you are level five if you'd like to make a second attack. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. New levels. Um, that is a uh, 15 to hit. 15, okay. Go ahead and roll that damage. Okay, in. don't knock that dice. Uh, that will be 10 damage. I wasted two 19s. So sad. Okay. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so you, again, you fire off. You hear that same thunk. Um, are you going to stay where you are? Um... Yeah. Oh, okay. well, yeah, I'll stay where I am because I don't, I don't know what's going on. So okay. this could be safer than out there. I don't know. At this point. Uh, Sarah Dawn. Okay. So I can see it. I'm assuming it can see me as yes. well. Yep. Okay. I'm going to bonus action cast hex spell on it. Okay. Um, and yeah. And then I'm going to take some swings. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I don't have advantage. So that's a 19 to hit. 19 will hit. Okay. And you can clearly see, like, it's like cutting into. Uh, is your weapon magical yet? Yeah. It is? Yeah. Okay. Since uh, level two, actually. Okay, good to know. Or Go ahead and level three. damage. Sorry. Um, okay, so that is a 10, 10, 10, 10. Um, plus my hex. 
Um, okay, so that's. Sorry. Um, it's eleven damage. Eleven damage. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, you you cleave a good like chunk. You can see it kind of go incorporeal, and it's trying to pull itself back together. Okay. Um, but it is still up. And I'll take a second attack. Okay. Um, and that is not a crit because I don't have hexblade's curse on it, but it was a nineteen. So you so. had. Oh, you just hexed. Uh, it. Just hex. Okay. Yeah, not hexblade's curse. Um, so that's a. Will hit, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a twenty-seven. Yep. Um, for 17 damage. 17, yeah, and then the, the, the backswing just takes off the head and the thing nice. just disperses back into the shadows. Okay. And I just shout out, like, You are right, Evie? I'm here in the darkness. I just killed whatever was attacking me. Be right there. Okay. Would you like to move? Um, I don't think I would. Okay. Right now. Alrighty. Um... I'm gonna test something first. Actually, I take that back. I'm. Well, no, I'm gonna stay here. Okay, sounds good. All right, Bolt, it is your turn. First thing I'm gonna do is I'm going to try to leave the darkness, but since I can't see where I'm going, one, two, three, four, okay. three. So I'm gonna walk basically this way. I'm gonna walk until either hit something or yeah. So get out of the you darkness. basically hit that kind of crumbling stone wall. Can I can like move around yep. it? Mm -hmm. um, get out of you darkness. you are going to take an attack of opportunity. Okay. Um, and I need you to roll me. Let's have you roll me a wisdom saving throw as well as you basically pass through something that you're not supposed to. <laughs> well, that's a three. Okay. Uh, so you're going to take a little bit of damage from that. Take six necrotic damage. And then the attack against you was a 20 to hit. Yes. And then from that, you're going to take 10 necrotic damage. Mm. So as a reaction, okay. I'm going to... I think I can do it on absorb elements. Nope. Yeah. Never mind. Because it's, uh, it's not a cold element. fire light. Yeah. yeah. And then your strength is also reduced by one from the attack. Okay. Mm, do you think each of these four doors holds, like, the spirit of someone who used to have Craggy as a weapon? Uh, but now you are out of the darkness. And as soon as you step out, that the stone in your mouth uh, I, illuminates. I, I, yeah. I do spit it back into my uh, shield hand, just okay. so yeah, I can and hold it. It illuminates uh, uh, ten feet, or five feet, and then another five feet in front of you, and you can see the darkness again. I don't think it quite reaches Edequathen. Uh, um, no. yeah. Can I, um, sorry, I I meant, I should have asked this. Can I see out of the darkness that I'm in? Uh, everything outside the darkness that you're in is normal, like, pitch black darkness, not magical darkness, and okay. your double sight doesn't do anything for... It does, actually. It doesn't? It does. It does? It, yeah, it sorry. says... Um, I said, it doesn't? <laughs> oh. I'll I'll just read the description. I thought it you did. can you can see normally in darkness, both magical and non-magical, to oh, a distance dim light to a distance issue. of 120 feet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you can go ahead. You can see the battlefield. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. So that's when that's I, all I need. To do. As I leave the darkness and go, <laughs> yeah, you know, slide through something. Yeah. Shiver. Oh. It shivers your not bones, but your metal bones. Um. I call out. Where is everyone? Sound off. 
Can we hear him? Yeah. I'm here. In the in the in the little darkness bubble across the way. Basically, I'm just trying to get like a find out. Yep. Uh, yeah. You, you here. Right behind you. Hey, yeah, you have <laughs> the general location. <laughs> so I'm going to. I'm actually going to move towards Eve. So I want to kind of climb over the because uh, I have I have one two. So I have three or uh, four more squares of movement. Yeah, you can get onto the other side of the. Okay. I want to get onto the other side and get right there. Okay. Now that I can see. This lady. Yep. So you land down uh, again. You illuminate that that five feet, so she's no longer in dim light. Um, I say uh, there is a slight pocket of darkness because he does shed dim light, which mm. I think blind or it doesn't. Uh, well, I, you, by I, think, I think anyone can anyway. see in dim light. It's just I can't. I don't the know darkness. The <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a dungeon master. I'm, just, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna as I as I see. That Aquathan, I'm going to kind of like scramble faster to get right next to Eve, and I okay. like uh, let my friends go, and I'm going to hit him, t- hit her twice okay. with my thunder gauntlet. Because I have two attacks this time. Uh, so that's twenty-three. Uh, that'll hit. Four damage. Four thunder damage. Okay. I think it's thunder damage. Yeah, four thunder damage, and then disadvantage, right? And then disadvantage on any attacks that aren't. Okay. And then second attack is a twenty-two. That'll hit. For ten damage, ten okay. thunder damage. Okay. Yeah, just double disadvantage just like, now. No, just kidding. Just like a couple quick punches, <laughs> yep. kind of. She yeah, but I, 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 I kind of like it's bash her anywhere. with the shield mm-hmm. and then, you know, uppercut or right to the face even. Okay. Cool. Anything else you'd like to do? And then bonus action to get myself some temps. My, get my armor. Eve. All right. Yeah, there was a terrifying moment where you were in darkness there as all your friends were basically knocked away. But now Bolt is back out. And you can see her in front of you again. <sighs> Fiddling a little bit better here. Good work, Bolt. Um, <clears throat> I will cast Bless on my three friends. Uh, can you see them? Actually, that's it, they just have to be within range. I don't have to be able to see them. Oh, yeah? It doesn't say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, we looked that up earlier. Yeah. Well, she, with her blind sight, she would be able to yep. see the two of us, I suppose. You are blessed. And, <clears throat> and I am concentrating. So we've just been holding them right here, so you just kind of remember. Oh yeah, and that's, that's yeah. That way they can actually stand next to one another like that. I am as well. The lights are down. Everybody's being a bit quieter, so you can like we can speak up a bit. <laughs> it's okay. It's just so we're cozy. Spooked, man. Like a, we're man. We're scared. Okay, that is my touch. Whispers. Hush, yes. little baby. So yep, you quickly call on the trio. They their their power still flows through you even here wherever here is. And uh, you guys feel that um, basically? Do you give? Do you assign one of the trio to each of them? I like this with Bless. Ooh, yes. So we are assigning the claw. The claw right here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's that serendipitous. <laughs> the claw, the fang, the talon. The claw's gonna get you. You're scared. Of gonna get you. The and, claw. Uh, so the next thing to go is the aquathan, and she. She's going to smirk and she's going to say, I'm interested to see how much Sarah 
values you, and uh, she's going to attack Bolt. Oh no. And crits. The answer is Why? less than Eve. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's made out of butterflies. <laughs> that's the secret. That's it. Part shark, part butterfly. All pain. Twenty psychic damage. Yikes! As this trident like rends through Goodness your gracious. mind, as well as uh, through your body, and then as a Does bonus unlock action, more memories it, through your processing unit. Do you have a brain? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not a robot. If, oh, okay. um, I, 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 I don't know that much. are basically, um, so they're created by someone, and what animates them is like a soul. Mm. So. So they have they have like in some of the lore they have like living wood as their gotcha. core material and then they have like you know metal armor on top or more durable armor on top you know that so you are the monster from Frankenstein uh, and then as her Fire bonus action bad. <laughs> as her bonus action she pulls her trident back and she slams it into the ground and a a, a geyser of water is gonna uh, spread up beneath what? your feet. A what? A bidet. A geyser. A geyser, geyser. Uh, is going to uh, spray the yeah, bidet of water. is going to spray up beneath your feet. So I need you to roll me a dex. Dirty saving okay. throw again, please. Bidets are fantastic. Yeah. <sighs> they are. Three. Three? Okay. Uh, so it launches you 10 feet into the air. Okay. And so you're going to land. You're going to take a d6 of damage. Oh. You're going to take six oh. of damage. And you're knocked prone. And you're prone. Oh, no. Oh. Maybe I should stay in the darkness. <laughs> oh. This episode sponsored by Bidets. <laughs> Does a shiny, 21 tiny. hit you? Yeah. Okay, I need to reroll that damage. She had disadvantage because uh, for this combat, your light is considered sunlight for uh -huh. her uh, sensitivity. So, how much damage was it initially? It was, uh, 20? 23? 23? 20? No, it was 20 damage. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then, so instead, it is going to be um, 10 psychic damage. So That's just add much 10 better. Oh, okay. Yep. So technically, yeah, I'll add 10. Yeah. Right. Yep. My apologies on that. Okay. I have slightly less of a headache this time. <laughs> <laughs> and then it is. Damn time magic reversing things. More enemies. Uh, one of them is going to come out from that. Yep, darkness right there. And it is going to rush towards Bolt, who's ah. on the ground. Uh, it kind of like cringes back as uh, it gets within your light, uh, but then it's going to try and attack you anyway, so it, it's disadvantage and advantage for a seven to hit. That misses. Okay, so we. It tries to claw at you, but you like bring up your shield and you're able to deflect I it. I just I I bring up the light in um, front of yeah. its face and like <sighs> perfect. And then uh, two more come out from the other darkness. Oh, what what are one? these things called? Shadows. These oh. are shadows. 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 Yep. And those ones are bring weight race because uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because of reasons. Got first. Tori. Hmm? Oh, okay. Yeah. That, there's your Ebenezer. Come out uh, Where are they going? Ebenezer. Uh, one of them is going right into the darkness uh, with Ceradon. Okay. And going to attack you. The other one is going to uh, slash at Eve. Rush up and slash at Eve. So the one on Ceradon first. 
I believe that's within 10 feet of uh, Bolt on the one on Eve, right? Yeah. So it's in dim light right now. The one on Ceridon crits. So... For 20 necrotic damage. Owies. And nice. minus one to your already wonderful strength score. <laughs> Can't get much worse. And then the one on Eve is with disadvantage because it is in the sunlight. Ooh, a nine or a nine. Uh, so does nine hit? No. Okay. Yep, so you're, you, you're able to kind of back away from this thing as it like streaks towards you, Dementor style. And then it is. And then I go, expecto patronum, and hold the rock up. <laughs> I, I made my concentration save, <laughs> for the record. Perfect. For the hex. My, mine would, oh. Wait, the creature that you hex is gone. Oh, that's right. It's just like Hunter's Mark. Can you can bolt and reassign. And actually, because, because I cast it as a third level spell, because oh. I only have third level spell slots yeah. as a warlock, it lasts for eight hours. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's cool. It, uh, then it goes back up to the top of the round. Uh, hi, Ezra. Hi. You're in the darkness. Yep. It's going to be a pair of attacks against you. Okay. <laughs> oh, Ezra. I'll be. I'll uh, live. One of them is an 18. It's. I'll live. live. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, I've said, I said really jokes. Uh, so that's seven necrotic damage. Oh, we've, we've played together too. And your strength is reduced yeah. by one. Oh, no. I'm at an eight. You strike again? Yeah. And then the other one is. Dex character, right? Yeah, 16. That'll miss. Okay. The other one uh, just kind of swipes. So you again, it kind of just feels like they're swirling around you. These claws are continually like breaking across your skin. Ouch. Okay. And then that was the two. The one that uh, Saria was fighting is dead. As right, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to shoot at where I got hit from. Uh, this time I'm going to reach into my quiver and pull out my magical plus two arrow. Okay. And see if this helps out here. Um, and I'm blessed. So that is going to be a uh, uh, 23 to hit. 23. Oh, 25 to hit. Okay. Uh, 25. Go ahead and roll me the damage. Okay. And then I need you to roll me a d6 as well, please, just okay. to, to determine something. Don't add it to your total. So the d6 was a 6. Okay. Um, so that's going to be uh, 7, uh, 9 damage. Uh, yeah, you you pull back and you uh, release that magical arrow. Uh, you you know you can feel this one connect because the okay. intrinsic magic. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Unless you know that that one connects. Okay, so only nineteen of those, and I'll shoot another one. And another magical one. Yep, because it seems to be working well, for me. Put it in between them. Um, so that is going to be um, uh, 20, uh, 22 to hit. Twenty two will hit. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, that d six again for me okay, first. The d six um, is a three. Okay. And then roll damage. And my damage is a eleven. Plus four for all attacks and. Okay, you definitely feel that one hit as well. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna stay there. Seems okay. seem to be working right now. So that's my turn. Sounds good. Um, Ceridon. Okay. What are these things? Get away from me! Um, actually, so bonus action, he transfer hex okay. to this one. And then that's kind of like a... Mark, huh? That's like, yeah. You, that's a... 
19 plus... You rolled multiple dice there, you shouldn't have. Uh, bless. You you rolled multiple d20s there. No, I just rolled the one. Oh, it looked like you had multiple. Mm-mm. You keep doing that uh, multiple dice in your hand rolling thing that I keep <laughs> yeah. hearing. Um, so it was 27 to hit. 27 will hit. Um, and that is... Well, he has to do four. with d20s, because deforest. <laughs> Let's yeah. test that. That is yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 15 yeah. damage. I'm not uh, 15. I like pain. <laughs> that one is still up for science. <laughs> Second attack is uh, better okay. to hit. And that's a uh, nine damage. You slice through it. Nice. Nice. That's another one gone. Another one bath the dust. Right. I'm alone again in here. I but almost I did that. I think joke. I'm going to stay put for now. We'll see if that's if that helps me at all. <laughs> I thought you wanted to protect your family. I can protect them from ten feet away. Thank you very much. Boys, <laughs> uh, Bolt, it's your turn. You are currently prone, my friend. Um, can I use my movements? Stand yep. up. Yep, it's just half your movement speed, so you'll have fifteen left if you want to do anything else. Yep, and then I'm gonna. I'm going to do Cure Wounds on myself. Okay. Then I need you to uh, roll me a d20 as well, please. Okay. So that is 4 plus 3, 7. Just take 7 healing. A d20. Yep. Is this a check? This is, yep, this is a spell slot check because of your... Oh, your I was, I'm just asking if I use Bless as well. Oh, no. Okay. Nine. Nine? Okay. I think I have to three. Yeah, you said it carries over. Yeah, but you had a memory recently, so this is going to happen. Oh. Um, so I need you to roll me a d6. Uh, so your your chest opens up, and that, that rusty red magic that permeates your body starts basically exploding at you like a furnace, Ooh. and it starts surrounding you. Uh, this is called the inescapable rage. Oh, snap. So your attacks for the next minute are made with advantage, and attacks against you have advantage. And then you can roll an intelligent saving throw against your own spell uh, DC to end this effect early if you'd like. Whoa. It's like a barbarian. Yeah. You're a wizard barbarian. The first time I've ever heard of that happening. Yep. So basically... Wait, can you cast cast spells in this rage? It's not... Uh, or it's not, it's, like not true rage? it's not a true okay, rage. Yeah. It's more like reckless right, attack, gotcha. right? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. So And you're on fire. And and you do you do feel this kind of pounding rage in your head. Um just kind of whatever whatever is missing from you it's causing like a negative emotion to flare out because that piece of you is not there anymore. Okay. Okay. He turns to Ezra and says, Yes, but boat like Raging fire. Ezra, like, (laughs) (laughs) And if you want, your eyes can do that robot thing where they go, like, very narrow. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Spider Man, when he goes into. Or uh, Iron Iron Giant, when all those weapons come out and he just. Uh, Eve, unless you would like to do anything else, you use your action to cure wounds. But if. Um, I'll bonus again to get some more. Temps. Temps, yeah. Okay. Bolt, are you feeling all right? 
<laughs> Perfect. Okay. That was also because I had nothing to say. <laughs> I'm not good on something like that. Improv. Grr. Wait, why are you on the show? <laughs> burn. DM burn. Because it's, it's my house? <laughs> Fair enough. Burn. Very well. If you're all right. <laughs> Need one of those little uh, <coughs> water room push sticks. <laughs> like a shuffleboard. Mm-hmm. That's no. what I need. All right, I will make an attack with the long sword on okay. what's her bucket? That is a 17 to hit. A 17 will hit. Um, does she get advantage? Because she's you're technically in the light, right? Um, or does it only see. apply to the. I mean, because yeah. it's in the 10 feet. Thing, um, right? So she does not. The Etiquathan does not get disadvantage or adva- give advantage. She just has disadvantage on attack rolls. Um, so yeah. So no no advantage on that. Okay. For seven. Seven damage. Okay. And is it just the just the regular damage? You're not pouring some smite. I anything? am going to pour in some smite okay. here. Go ahead and roll your smite damage. 11. 11. And that's radiant damage, right? Yes, please. Yeah, it definitely slices through her and she screams uh, more than normal as uh, this radiant light just illuminates the area around you. Excellent. Okay, second attack. Oh, I crit. Alrighty. (laughs) We're doing it with smite too. Perfect. Okay. So, that is max damage, which is 8, 9, 10, 11. Mm-hmm. Plus max damage of your smite plus ma- max damage of the smite. Which is sixteen. Mm, sixteen, so that's twenty seven. That's enough. If you wanna if you wanna just end it there. Or we'll you just end it there. Okay. No. Yeah. We're uh, good. So the first one nice. slices and she kinda of rears back as as that light starts searing. And then you just take that same light and you just channel it even more and you just slice her in half. Yes. I just shout from the darkness. I told you I'd protect them. And all of the shadows <laughs> disappear as well. Oh. Nice. Cut off the head. Oh, what about the darkness? Am I still in the darkness? Uh, as no, they, the darkness does. As fade they start away, to fade away, I say, We better get experience for you! And then another door at the far end of the hall, which is now illuminated by dim light, um, appears, materializes. I'm, I'm going to kind of like. Not collapse, but kind of, kind of rock back and lean against the barrier, and just kind of, and then. Okay. If that was Bolt, do you need some healing? Possibly, mentally as well. I can't that. help with that. That's <laughs> what I'll, your therapist is for. <laughs> I just walk out. I just walk over to him and say, "My therapist is telling me about your problems, but." <laughs> um, but yes, I would. I would like some help. I'll if you guys like, you can need. take a short rest. Oh, and, and use oh, yeah. hit dice. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that. And uh, with the short rest, anybody who lost strength regains mm. their strength. Yeah. Nice. They go okay. to normal levels. So when you do start a short rest, you don't have like. You, I can like roll one and see how much you get, or do I have to like yeah. choose? Yeah, you don't. You don't be like I'm, I'm gonna roll. Or I'm going to 
choose to roll three Ooh. dice. And I'm 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 cuddling up with with Growl. Does the paladin have anything yes. like on the short rest? Uh, no, that's not, the so. bard. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Bard has a song. Oh, I'll get there one day, maybe, unless I decide <laughs> to go sorcerer instead. <laughs> All right. Um, D eight. D eight. So I'll probably use two hit die. <laughs> Growly. Crowley was like biting me the whole time I was trying to snuggle with him. Yep. Um, uh, Scott, go ahead and kick the lights back up because the the area is illuminated again, once again. Alexa, time for game night. Yay. Excellent, thank you. That was scary for a second. It was mm. scary. Mm. They're still red. Oh, they are still red. So they are. So they are. Because you changed that. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's fine. Ooh, that feels like it right feels now. It feels so no. weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my eyes. Because of the, the color on them. Oh, uh, much better. Uh, it was, nice the, it was the daylight, not the, <laughs> not the yellow light. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so after short rest, are we heading through the next door? Yes. Yes. Are we still in darkness here? No, this is now like kind of dim light. Okay. You can see the full I just, area. I say, um... I'll pocket it for later. Yeah. And you're... you're uh, Evie, okay. I don't suppose you have about... I don't suppose you could ask the trio to... to patch up my wounds just a smidgen? Absolutely. Like about four hit points worth, give or take? Uh, yes. <laughs> I can. Anyone else? Is it something that you like have to use? Like when you do it, you might as well just use some of it. it it's sort of like lay on hands is just like a divvy out like one hit point mm-hmm. at a time. Or mm-hmm. Like I have twenty five. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I'll take five. Okay. If that's cool. Thank you. Okay. Well, well, thank the trio. I certainly feel thank protected, trio. but I'm not, not doing a, a lot of protecting. Oh, I tried. Maybe next time. That's yeah, all right. You left me in that darkness to die. <laughs> well, Magically, I, the thing just stopped hitting me. I was in the darkness as well. But for some reason, they could Dark. see through it. <laughs> darkness again. <laughs> you say Please, it. No. no. Mommy. It's possessed. No. Um, right. How long does Bless last, by the way? Is it just it's a minute? It's going to be gone now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I still have my concentration oh, on Hex. I right. may or may not stick with it. But, okay. Um, but for now. Yep. Yeah, so I say, right, shall we go through the next door? I want to I want to finish this stupid trial and get out of here. What are you doing to me, Craggy? Like, just kind of look at the... <laughs> there is no response. Look at the like, wave. You can hear, you can, in, as you guys pay attention to it, you can hear the mm. choir, like, permeating through mm. the entire area. It's just kind of like a low hymn, but they don't do any sort of, like, physical response to it. Mm. So, okay. um, <clears throat> through the door... You find a room illuminated by uh, bright light, moonlight, actually, mm. uh, specifically, if you want to give it like a color, as okay. it were. And um, th- it is a kind of a long hallway with a set of stairs on either side leading up to kind of uh, two platforms that kind of flank this hallway of sorts, basically with this like groove in the ground. Perfect. And standing, or not standing, he's kind of just sitting at the uh, at the entrance of this hallway, is a man in ragged clothes, and he has 
he has a, a bright um, collar around his neck that you can instantly like connect with and, and realize that that's Cracky. This mm. collar that he's wearing is is Cracky okay. in, in a different mm-hmm. capacity. Huh. And he looks up as as he enters. He says, oh, "I see you made it through the first trial." As a bonus action, I transfer hex to him. <laughs> I don't attack. I just want okay. to transfer hex to him. And he blinks and he says, "That's not this kind of trial." <laughs> say, you can't be too sure. I point my glaive at him. Say, so we have. I suppose you're here to give us the next one. I am. Now, who are you? I am Benevito. Benevito. Benedetto. <laughs> Were you the? Uh, I assume by that collar that you're wearing that you were once patronized by the choir of the crags as well i once wielded the will of the crags as you do Hmm. all right and what did you do with that necklace out of curiosity kept everyone safe from my curse ah which is what and he kind of he kind of scratches at the silver collar on his neck and he goes Have you ever met a werewolf before? I don't know, have I? You, you have never. Okay. <laughs> no, but I've always wanted to, to be honest. Well, hello. Uh, we don't well, have we're silver met. weapons. We're in trouble. <laughs> don't worry. I'm not here to fight you. That's other people's jobs. You, Ceridon, need to go down this hallway. Okay. What will I find there? I start walking. Okay. As soon as you take your first step, you feel like this deathly chill come over you mm. and you start feeling it sap away at your life and you pull back quickly before it can take too much. Okay. I said, Ooh, that wasn't death, nice. You will find death in the hallway. <sighs> Excruciating pain. Basically what I went through the entire life that I had. And whatever for? We need to test your strength. Make it to the end of the uh, end of the hallway in whatever capacity you can, and you will complete this trial. How long is the hallway? Uh, it is. It looks to be about five hundred feet. Five hundred. Mm-hmm. And right. then, and then he and tie then you he, to one of my arrows and shoot you as high and as far as you walk through. Uh, and then he waves to the, your party members and he says, "You can take the stairs." Good luck. I can take the stairs. It's all right. I've got this. I'm going with you. You're not. You shouldn't bear this alone. He has to bear this alone. She. She. (laughs) You've been in a. It's all right, Craggy, for so long. There's so many builders. I don't think. I don't think Craggy would put me through this if it was more than I could endure. Um, Prepare however you want, and he disappears and reappears at the end of the hallway. I have no temporary hit point source. Okay. There, I can cast like aid, mm. but it will only give you five. Five, better than nothing. Might be enough. Um, is there anything about the hallway? Can we see like runes? Or, do um, go ahead and give me well. an investigate check. And yeah. it lasts for eight hours. So. That would be great. Or an arcana check if you're better at that. Um, that's thirteen. Thirteen. Uh. You know, you know that this hallway is basically permeated with um, magical traps, as it were, if you want to give it a phrase. Um, that will require, for uh, game mechanic terms, it will require Ceradon to make a saving throw each round. 
to take to take reduced damage. Okay, so she casts aid on me, and I mean, do on you three. Okay. So you have five. Temporary, Thank you. Temporary HP. Thank you, Evie. I think that will help. All right. Well, I suppose it's now or never. And I just start running. Okay. Uh, so you'll be able to get uh, with a dash action. You basically it's going to be six rounds to get to the end of the or the other end of the hallway. Okay. If I calculated that correctly. I think I did. Because it's sixty feet around that you can go. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think I calculated that it would be six rounds. Uh, so here's here's what's going to happen. And and the party just basically goes up the stairs and starts following along. Uh, so if you guys have anything that you can throw on him healing-wise or anything like that, uh, at the end of each of his rolls, you can. Um, basically, you are going to make a saving throw uh, each round okay. with one of your saving throws. Okay. And you can only use them one time. Um, and yeah. you'll be taking damage each round, but uh, the saving throw will reduce it by half, okay. as basically you're you're subjected to what uh, Benevito was in life. Mm. This this moonlight that is basically uh, shining down on you and, and causing you incredible pain. Okay. Okay. All right. So I mean, I'll start at the top, I guess, with uh, charisma. Yep. Go ahead and roll. Um, oh boy. I'm gonna use one of my luck dice. And that is now a 16. 16 is good, so you will only take three radiant damage this round. <laughs> Are these transferable? No, they're not. Dang it! <laughs> Appreciate you trying. Um, three, you said? Here. Have a look. <laughs> that Wait a minute, I was the one that was honest about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so go ahead and Let me see if I make my con save. Wait. I do. Um, um, don't worry about your con saves. Okay. You'll, be, you'll be fine on those. Okay. Um, next. Next. Uh, let's see. I'm going to use my wisdom. Okay. Uh, does anybody else want to do anything before he rolls his next save? I don't really have anything. I don't really have anything to do. Okay. Actually, I take that back. I'm going to use my strength for this one, okay. which is not good. Uh, and that was a bad roll. So that was like a two. Okay. Uh, so this round, you're going to take 14 radiant damage. <laughs> okay. I cast bless. Okay. Uh, I thought you were already. No. How no, sorry, not right. bless. I, I meant cure wounds. Oh, but bless. Bless would have been good. Actually, yeah, <laughs> an extra D four on those saving throws. Um, well, but you still could if you wanted. Um, yeah, you can. You can like reach down in and like smack hands. Uh, with I don't Saradon think is bless. Does bless is concentration? Or you can bless. Thirty foot range. Yeah. Would that replace aid though? Because aid's already gone. It was only five temporary. Yeah, points, and so. it's not concentration. It's not. Okay. Oh, no, aid isn't temporary hit points. It actually raises your max Oh, HP. does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, nice. Regardless, I've lost those five hit points, yeah. but okay. still. Um, so now you have bless moving forward. Yay! Okay. And okay. then you can go ahead and apply it to uh, whoever else you want as well. Uh, to you too as well. Um, okay, this time I'm going to use the my intelligence save. Okay, for round three. Ah. Better. Um, so that's um, 12. 12 does not succeed. Okay. So you'll take 14 more radiant damage. Okay. Ouch. I want to reach down and like touch her hand and I'll give you 16. Ooh, 
Nice. Thank you. Yep. Um, okay, this is this is round three, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. So this is going to be round four, actually. That, sorry, that's what I meant. I've done three. Um, okay, I am going to cast Misty Step. Okay. Oh, that nice. will jump me up thirty feet. Mm -hmm. And then and that's a bonus action. It's right? a bonus action, okay. and then dash the sixty feet still. Okay. So like I like move, move 90, ninety feet mm -hmm. this round. Yeah. So basically, we'll we'll go ahead and shave off a round from your okay. total uh, travel down the hallway. So this will be your last. No, no, sorry. It was six total. It was yeah. six total. So I have yeah. two more. You have two more to do. Two more. Yep. Okay. For this one, I will use my wisdom saving throw. Oh my goodness gracious. Um. Okay, I'm gonna use my luck die. That might not be enough even then. So that's. That'll be maybe. Come on, yes. Seventeen. Seventeen is a success. Worth. Uh, so you will take five radiant damage. Okay. No, four. Ah. Sorry. It's okay. Okay, and then and this the is final, this is the last one. Yep, which will be what is your? Uh, which which of your? Uh, I'll be using my con. Cons constitution. Okay. Um, and that is, oh, not bad, uh, 17. 17 is a success, nice. uh, so you will take 7 radiant damage that okay. round. Nice. Uh, and you come through the other side of the tunnel, everybody is like waiting for you, doing that whole like cheer, like, come on, come on, Sam. come on, you're almost there. Uh, and you come bursting on the other side, how many hit points do you have left? 17. 17, okay. I, I would be at 1 if it weren't for her heal. <laughs> and I would be uh, dead if it weren't for aid. Absolutely, as soon as, as soon as you get there. Yeah. yeah, as soon as you get there, I I grasp you by the shoulders to say, Sir Don, well done, and I'm actually going to cure wounds on you. Nice. <sighs> Thank you, Boot. Nice. 7, 7 heals. Okay. Apologies, Ezra. I know there wasn't too much for you to do. That's, well, that's okay. <laughs> it was healing arrow. So, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Like, I am doing a fantastic job Just of protecting you all, aren't I? Full of healing <laughs> As I'm like sweating and like a yeah. little bloody nose, just, like, just hits like a train you know, trickling down my kind of wipe it away. You are proving your strength. <sighs> and you're doing quite well. The next trial awaits you, please. Okay. And good um, luck. Don't suppose we could catch a breather. And he snaps his fingers. Everybody takes a short rest immediately. Wow! And uh, regains a spell slot. Yes. For those of you who okay. need a long rest. For that. Oh, thank you. Because why? You are the nicest werewolf I have ever met. That's what I strive for. And don't mind the fact that you're the, also the only werewolf I've ever met. <laughs> <clears throat> But I have a feeling that should I meet any in the future, you will still remain the nicest. <laughs> right. And he's just going to like wander off, disappear into scratch his collar. Yeah. yeah it, again, it's not so much like a dog scratches, he's just kind of like tugging at it. A his bit. human foot comes up out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> or he scratches it, and then his human foot is like, that's <laughs> <laughs> <as> he's scratching <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so through the next door, uh, you find a room filled with kind of like a an eerie. We'll do an eerie uh, red glow again, I suppose. No, let's do a green glow. Scott, give me a green glow, would you? 
Thank you. Uh, Slytherin common room. Yep. <laughs> Favorite place. <laughs> and uh, it kind of feels like it. This room is filled with dangling chains uh, ending in wicked looking hooks. And a single figure stands among them. And she is just kind of clad in black leathers. Uh, you can tell, like, her dungeon is pulled up. <laughs> there she is. It's, it's her. Uh, <laughs> her hair is pulled up into kind of like a, a tall bun. Uh, she is an elf. Okay. And uh, she is carrying an equally, like, long, wicked-looking spiked chain in her hands. I, I transfer Hex to her. <laughs> very eager, aren't we? Just being cautious. Could they, I mean... I, I mean, obviously magic, but could I even fill Hex? or is uh, Specifically because it's magic that comes from the Choir of the Crags, okay. yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> uh, otherwise, maybe a case-by-case -case basis. Say, and are you a previous carrier of the Choir's power as well? I am. What is your name? You may call me Nosorai. Nosorai. Yep. No, sir, I won't call you that. Maybe I will attack you after all. Sorry, I couldn't help it. Scott is rubbing I, off on me. I bit my tongue, so... <laughs> and she says, my task for you is simple. Find my heart among the chains. Among the chains. Okay, I just look around. Do I see any hearts? Uh, no, you don't see, like, as you look up, you can't see the top of the chains. Okay. It kind of goes black. Um, but uh, she does kind of, like, tug on one a little bit, and the chain kind of rattles, and all the other chains rattle a little bit. Mm. Kind of like shift. firebolt and, like, a flare, like... Yeah, uh, nothing happens. As soon as it hits that kind of blackish area, it just kind of disappears. And so how do you propose we do that? Do we just pull on these chains? Do we have to climb up there? That is for you to decide. Hmm. Uh, but for mechanical purposes, uh, there is a little bit more to this challenge than just <laughs> giving you a random task. So I'm going to hand you each a uh, piece of grid paper. Oh boy. And uh, basically what I have done is I have labeled uh, A through H on one side and 1 through 6 on the other side. Okay. And the heart is in a random position. Are we playing Battleship? How come I'm the only one without a pen or a pencil? So you guys are going to start in H4. Okay. And what's going to happen is, uh, as you kind of look at the individual chains around you, uh, you notice on the, on the hook itself, you can see uh, scratched into it is three hash marks mm. on each of these chains. Now, on your turn, you can move... Uh, two spaces as your full turn, or you can move a space and examine the chain on that space to see how many hash marks are on it. And then at the end of the round, something else happens, but we'll get to that. Okay. Um, so, and then the idea is that you need to find where the heart is using that information. So hmm. uh, we'll go ahead and just start. We'll just do initiative order. So there's order. three on the one that we're um, at? Yes, there's three on the one that you guys are and at. And H4. Okay. Four. Yep. And just a moment here. I need to pull up the. We'll just start with Ezra. Ezra, what would you? Where would you like okay. to go? What would you like I'm to do? I'm gonna move to H three, and inspect the chain. Okay. Uh, there are three on this one as well. Okay. Now I will. Oh, sorry. As your action, or at the end of your turn, you can choose to pull the chain as she did. 
if you believe that that is where the heart is. Okay. 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 Well, I will not pull because I have no idea. Okay. That one has three. This one has three. It's yep. not any different. Right. Okay. Uh, so that was easy. I wonder if it's a hot and cold kind of game. Mm. Warmer, 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 hot, burning, colder, colder. <laughs> uh, Ceridon. We'll move to G6. No, sorry, G5. G5. And inspect the chain. That one is also a three. Hmm. Playing Minesweeper. I love that game. Me too. I don't um, know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I just click until I blow up like, and I go, that was fun. Um, <laughs> was it? I will go to G4 and inspect. G4. Uh, three. Hmm. Kind of a, a general idea of uh, what's going on at this point, hopefully. If not, that's fine as well. It shouldn't be that easy, but it shouldn't be that difficult. Can we just move one square at a time? Uh, you can choose to move two squares if you don't want to inspect something. So, Eve, what would you like to do? I will move to um, H5. H5. Okay, that one says three as well. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so back up to the top of the round. Uh, nothing hap- Nothing appears to happen beyond that. Um, Saradon, what, what do you do? Or Ezra? Oh, sorry, Ezra. Um, I'll go H2 and inspect. H2, that one is A3. Okay. And then Saradon. I'll go to... This is thrilling stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to F4 and inspect. That one was a three. Sorry, what was yours? Um, H two. H two was and a yours three. was F four. F four is three. Yep. Okay. Uh, bolt. Um, F three. Three. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. And then Eve. H six. Uh, that one is also a three. Hmm. <laughs> this sounds. This sounds like I'm just like trolling you guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all three. A little bit. Um. Okay. Saradon. Uh, nope, sorry, never mind. Nothing happens. I'm just looking at the wrong area. Uh, so we'll go back up to Ezra. Okay, I'm going to just move twice on this turn. Okay. I'm going to go to F1. F1. Right. I'll move up to E4, e4. and inspect. Two. Okay. I think we're getting closer. Bolt. This one only had two. Um, I'm going to move twice and go to D3. Okay. And then Eve. G6. G6 is a three. Ezra. All right, I'm going to E1, and I'm going to inspect. Two. Okay. Saradon? 
I will go to D4 and inspect. Hey, one, hey, D4. Yo, yo. One. Ah, I wonder if that's a secret message because it's the D4 network. <laughs> <laughs> that's my goal all along. Very uh, clever. I'm going to move to C4 and blow us all up. <laughs> inspect. Uh, one. Okay. And then Eve. F6. F6. Three. Alright, just move here. Uh, what is your passive perception? Passive perception uh, is 10. Okay, thank you. Passive investigation 16, passive insight 10. Okay. Uh, passive in, sorry, passive investigation is what? 16. 16, that is kind of technically what we're using. Um, you briefly watch as the uh, scratch marks disappear, then return to one and then go to two. What? On on mine, yep. we're all... Um, so now it changed to two. Brain. Now yours is two. Uh, this one has changed from one to two. That was on C4? That was yeah, on C4. C4. Uh, again, I will reiterate, it went down to zero, then back to one. Then to two. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Uh, Ezra. All right. I will move to D2 and inspect. That is three. Oh, man. What is your passive investigation? Um, ten. Um, I'll go to D5 and inspect one. Right. This last one was a one. This one is a one. Mine was I also feel like we're getting one. closer. What was your passive investigate? 13. 13. Uh, you saw yours go up to a two. <clears throat> no, it's a two. The, the previous one. The no, that one's on. a two. So D4 was a two. So D4 was a two. did it go down and then back up or just up? Uh, that one stayed at one and then went to went to two. Hmm. Okay. Bolt. Um, I'm going to go to C5. C5? Yeah. Okay. One. And remember, you guys can pull a chain at any time. Well, I'm scared to do that. Yeah. Perhaps it doesn't get any lower than one. That pulled the chain. Okay. The one I'm on. D4. The chain reacts and it's going to try. D4? Yeah. D5. Sorry, you're on C5. C5. Uh, Go ahead and give me just a quick dexterity saving throw as this chain basically lashes out at you. Four. Four? Okay. Uh, The chain just basically knocks you prone. Uh, So you can only move one square on your next turn, even if you use your full action to move. I'm laying there and I go, so that's what that feels like. <laughs> You've been knocked around twice. This, this, uh, well, by a chain. By a, by a chain. chain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And then uh, Eve. E6. E6. Two. Ooh, that's interesting. 
And what is your passive investigate? Uh, 10. Okay. And then, see here. Uh, Bolt, as you like are staring up at your chain, you see it go up to two. Because you are the. Uh, you and Ezra are the only ones that have the. Or no, it's uh, Saradon. No, the 13. The 13. Uh, Saradon, yours doesn't change, though. That was a C- what number were C5? C5. It changes to a two. Okay. Mine has gone up to two now. Mine's still at a one. Oh. Maybe I have to give this a try. It's not my turn. Okay. Uh, Ezra, it's yours. Okay, I'm going to just move twice and I'll go to B2. B2. Hang out there. All right. Uh, Saradon? Mm. I'm going to pull the chain on D5. Where am I? On D5? Go ahead and give me an X-ray saving throw as it lashes out at you. <clears throat> Ten. Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are knocked prone. You will be only be able to move one square. Okay. Next turn. I, do I notice it change? Uh, it does not change the number. Or okay. This number's still at a one. It just didn't like me very much. Bolt. <clears throat> so. I can only move. I can't inspect as well. Uh, yeah. You can you can move and inspect still. You just then can't I'm go, move. Then I'm going to. I'll move to uh, C six and inspect. Uh, you can't move two squares. Oh no, you're on C five. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm. I didn't underrace you. We'll have to. I'm gonna have to do this so that people at home can see. Like we'll have to do some sort of like <laughs> Excel thing or something like that. C six as a two. Well, don't say it on camera, because now you have to. Well, we can cut it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Just go like this, Craig Ferguson mm. style. Um, let's do D6. D6. Okay, is a one. Hmm. Okay. So far, they're just kind of temperamental and knock you down. Sounds like it. Are we looking for a zero? Maybe. Who's, which one how... went down to zero? Um, uh, was it was C4. Four. And was that you watch yours go down to zero. C6? It goes down, yep, C6 goes to one, and then to zero. And this one is now at zero. Pull it! Pull it! Pull the lever! I'll forgo my turn. Okay. I'll forgo my turn. turn. I know where we have that lever. Saradon, do you forgo your turn as well? Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Bolt. I will pull the chain. And you pull it, and it it rockets up into the air, and then comes back down, and it is carrying a locket, a tiny mm. little locket necklace on it. I will reach out and touch me. Okay. Grab the locket. Yep. As you do, it kind of opens up, and you see two uh, smiling elvish children mm. inside, Aww. and then all the chains start like rattling up. They're adorable. I think she might have meant her heart was her children or family. Mm. Uh, she is standing over, like, on one side of the room. And I actually hand it to Sarah. Okay. Thank I, you. I, I, this is your trial. I believe that you should probably be the one to present it. I appreciate it. And as I walk towards her, I say, were they your children? 
They were. What were their names? Micah and Lowe's. Micah and Lowe's. <sighs> what happened to them? I don't know. I, I died far before their, the end of their time. But as long as I lived, they flourished. Hmm. Well, and she holds out her Yeah, hand. I see. They were beautiful. They really were. Thank you for letting me see them one more time. And she closes the locket and puts it around her neck. And then as she steps to the side, the doors uh, behind her, which you didn't notice before, but now there are doors, uh, open up. Okay. Where's the next room? Your final trial awaits. Are they being held prisoner here? Mm, I don't think so. I, I got the sense that she lived many lifetimes ago. Of course, for an elf, that could be quite some time. Or her children, I suppose. Perhaps. They could still be alive. I was going to say, perhaps her children are still around. Hmm. We should, uh, maybe they're not even from an area. I should have asked her which, which, which court she she was from. But it's too late now. Yep, she's gone. She's definitely not just standing there. Which court are you from? Oh, she is gone. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Um, hey, are you guys going to move on to the next room? Let's finish this. Sounds good. Um, you walk to the end of the line. <laughs> good job. Okay. Um, okay, so you guys enter into the next room, which is, uh, it's sort of this uh, strange, like, it's got four different stone platforms and between them is this sort of, uh, it's like a, a ramp leading down into this uh, depression in the middle, um, almost like it's like a, a cross in, in between that separates these platforms of, of about 10 feet. And as you step through the door, uh, all of the, all of the, the, this hymn that has been permeating throughout the, the, the trials stops. Hmm. It ceases completely. And you see a figure lying on the ground, uh, blood pooled around it mm. already. It looks like it's a dwarven figure. And standing over it is a, a, a cloaked figure similar to the way that the Choir of the Crags is cloaked. And this figure kind of, it's hunched over. It's it's fairly average humanoid side, probably as tall as Ceridon is. Okay. And it has this long scythe, almost. It basically looks like, you know, the, our representation of death in our world. Mm. And it kind of, it, it's kind of just pouring over the body a little bit. And then its eyes snap up. And you can see, you can't really see anything under the hood, but you know that it is staring directly at you, Saradon. I transfer hex on it. That's one section. Um, <laughs> gotta do it. Your hex does not land at this time. You don't, it doesn't break your concentration or anything, but okay. there is something preventing it. I say, who are you? And who was that dwarf there? And I, I start to move forward. <clears throat> and the voice goes, ah, so this is who has been playing with my toys. I felt your presence for so long, little one. It's nice to finally meet face to face, so to speak. Your toys? Yes. Explain yourself. <laughs> Gladly. I am Aventhi, the Harvester, current wielder of the Will of the Crags. Excuse me, what do you think this is? A paltry imitation, a fragment. And he kind of turns the scythe and you can see that there is kind of like a jagged 
edge that has been carved out of the scythe. An unfortunate complication that I can't abide. Hmm. I definitely have an arrow knocked. And how did you come by this will of the crags? It was given to me, rightfully, by the choir. How long ago? About 83 years ago. So before Malak, then? No, after Malak. Long after Malak. Ah, I never paid very good attention in history class. I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) And you've been trapped inside, what, this necklace ever since? Oh, no. I'm free to roam about as I wish. Have they not told you your purpose yet? (sighs) Well... They sort of glossed over that part, to be honest with you. When I first found the choir, I was pretty excited about the opportunity to learn more about the cracking and, well, have a magic flute that happened to turn into a spear that happened to turn into a glaive that happened to turn into a beer stein. (laughs) (laughs) I see. You're a child. They're sending a child to correct my their mistake. Oh, oh, not mine. That, that was that was a that was a DM slip up, <laughs> not a uh, not a character slip up. <sighs> and then and then his eyes like kind of glance over everybody, and they stop at Bolt, and then they look down at the uh, bag of holding that you have. And he goes, "And you're kind enough to bring me a piece of all steel." I kind of put my hand on the bag, like... (laughs) Very well. This is supposed to be a trial, and seeing as how your other trial has been dealt with already, and the figure kind of just, like, glides over the the body of the uh, dwarf on the ground. Do I recognize the dwarf? Uh, No, you do not. Okay. Yeah. It's not like your father. Right. I will give you a simple task. Hand over the old steel, and you pass. You can go back, be free of this horrid place, and you can even tell them that I was here. It won't change anything. Don't make the same mistake I made with the book. We fight this time. I cast darkness. Uh, He chuckles as, like, the darkness starts surrounding you, and he goes, very well. This avatar has sufficient enough power that it can take the alt by force. And then... uh, he disappears and reappears on top of one of the platforms. And uh, we're going to go into combat and see who can react first. Okay. Yeah. Initiative. Yes, uh, we'll go ahead and, and actually just quickly set up everything up and then we will get into combat. Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and get some initiatives going here. Great. Um, Ezra? Uh, 15. 15. <sighs> Saradon. Ten. Ten. Bolt. Nine. Nine. Eve. Sixteen again. Sixteen. Mm, All right. Nice. Eve, you are the first to act. Woohoo. And um So um to let you know the outsides, um the outside edges of this map will allow you to it's basically a ramp up to allow you to get up to this ten foot platform otherwise. Okay. So the, so you have to get to here uh-huh, or, or here. Yep. Basically, to get to either the platform on either side. Got it. 
Um, I'm sorry. sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Say it again. So we have to go up here. here. All you have to do is get to one of the edges in order to get to the platforms that that edge connects to. So right now you guys are on top of this ramp and you can go on either platform on either side of you. Um, But you have to get to like that platform. And it's it's 10 feet in the air, you said? Yeah, it is 10 feet up. Got it. Okay. I'm still confused, but... It goes... So, so ramp because, up here, ramp up here. Switch over to ramp, ramp up yeah. here. So, <laughs> um, this space right here, mm-hmm. you can get onto either platform gotcha. without okay. any okay. extra movement. There's like that, a, like and then, a v. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. All right. Okay. So, Eve, what would you like to do? Eve will cast Bless. <laughs> oh, thank you. Perfect. You're like, why did I put those away? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh I want concentration. You want concentration. That's right. Yeah, thank you. And right there. Okay. That is my turn. That is Eve's turn. You can feel Aventi's eyes like boring into you as you rush forward here. Whoa. Ezra. Okay, I'm going up on the platform. So. She says, my eyes are up here, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and I guess I'll sh- shoot him. Okay. I guess I'll sh- <laughs> um, shoot him. I'll do. <laughs> I'll do sharpshooter. Okay. Minus five, plus ten. Uh, ammunition. Um, yeah, I'll use my magic arrows. Okay. To get a plus two, so it's actually only minus three. Okay, um, and bless. Go ahead and roll it. Okay. Critical failure, plus one, plus two. <laughs> okay. so, uh, so your first arrow goes wide. Yeah, let's try that again okay. with the second arrow. <laughs> okay, that's better. So that is... Um, that'll be... Minus three, so that will be 22 uh, plus three, so 25 to hit. 25 will hit. Okay. Uh, so mark down that you have one arrow that you might be able to recover. Okay. By the way. One magic arrow. Okay. Um, that'll be eight. So that is uh, 17. And then I'm going to cause it to explode. Nice. Okay. Um, which does how many damage? 26. Yep. Um, for seven damage. Seven, seven extra damage. Okay. Yes. Nice. Seven force damage. Okay. Yeah. It, it it hits him and then explodes and he kind of just like <sighs> rude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the end of your turn, he is going to take a legendary action. Oh crap! Wow. Wow. But we're only level five. <laughs> <laughs> he just laughs. Uh, and you can see just kind of like he, he reaches out a hand and, and Sari, a little bit of Sari's darkness like flows from uh, the field and around him and it goes up to his shoulder and just kind of heals it a little bit. Uh. Hey, that's mine. <laughs> and it is so very useful. Thank you. <clears throat> then it is his turn. And he says, let me show you how to actually control it. 
and he snaps his fingers and the darkness explodes and is going to attack everybody around, or every, every one of you, basically. Cast. Oh, no. Yep. So, uh, I need saving throws, please. Which one? Use bless on that. Dexterity saving throws, yes. Look, that is an 18 for Eve. That is a 15. 15 for Ezra. 13 for Bolt. Uh, so 16 was the DC. Oh, so those of you who failed will take 28 <gasps> necrotic damage. Oh my gosh. What? And half damage on the success as these uh, tendrils of shadow just lash out at everybody. Now is my darkness gone? Or does it come back to me? Uh, it it doesn't like it doesn't like fade. He just like expands it for a moment, so it is still around you. I'm sorry. What was I take half damage? Uh, yes, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, thanks. Yep. My gosh. Well, we're all going to die. Nonsense. I'll protect you. <laughs> <laughs> Such is the life of an adventurer. Okay, uh, and then Saradon, it is your turn. Okay. So I'm going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, and then I'm going to cast Misty Step and take it up okay. here. Um, Do you have to see where you land step with Misty Step? Um, I'm sure I this, this platform is 10, 10 feet up. 10 feet high. Yeah, so you would only be able to get to like the edge. Yeah, I'd probably say you're stuck to it. I mean, that's fine. I go here and yep. then move my other two okay. more squares. Sounds good to get there. And I want to make an attack at him um, with my glaive. You do not have advantage. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's what I wanted to know, but that's still a 29 to hit. A 29 will hit. Okay. Um, and uh, it's going to be for um, this. That was cocked. Okay, that's twelve damage, and then I want to I want to let go of darkness, okay. so I'm going to drop my concentration. Um, and make another attack. Okay. Um, and this is a twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five will hit. Okay. For uh, eight damage. Eight. Damage. And I use my bonus action. Misty step. Okay, so that is everything. And that is everything. Alright, well then at the end of your turn he's going to use uh, legendary action and slash at you with his scythe. Okay. Basically respond in kind. I love scythes as a as a man as a weapon. weapon. Yeah. Go back so to farming. He's going to be 16. Misses! Misses. Okay. Nice. Yep, you barely uh, duck underneath, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And he... And he chuckles as he kind of like swings it around his back and he, and he says, this is interesting, but pointless. And then... Who are you? If it's pointless, then oh. stop doing it. <laughs> um, I'm going to move forward. To there. Right next to Eve. Oh, I know what you're about to do. Whoosh! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just got here. <laughs> And so I'll do the attack. I'm gonna just straight up. Well, if I need the luck die. 
Oh. No. Who's Griffel? Griffel? Yeah. I mean, unless. Yep, the chain, uh, the train cracks overhead, but doesn't hit him. Good idea, though. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Yeah, I get myself some my last temp hit points. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, at the end of your turn, his hood kind of like snaps around to look behind him to see who attacked him. And I need you to roll me a charisma saving throw. Mm. So like, his head like turned around like an owl? No, it's just kind of like oh. hood flip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And then continues. <laughs> you gotta have, have a sore neck in the morning. 16. Okay, you make your save. Uh, you feel this kind of uh, oppressive presence trying to muddle your mind, but you manage to uh, shake it off. Um, is Voldemort in his turban? <laughs> <laughs> the boy! <laughs> the girl, sorry! <laughs> Uh, then we are back up to the top of the round. And I can try and climb up this. Um, You can go ahead and give me an athletics check to see if you can climb up it. That is a 19. 19? Plus six. Yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and say that uh, you can climb up. You can climb up next to him, but you will be provoking an opportunity attack. Or you can move uh, two squares take two squares of movement to climb up and then uh, be at the like, top. Go like, yeah. like you can, bing, yeah. bing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think you have one enough. more. One more yeah, square so of then let's move one more in. Yeah. And let's attack with me long sword. Me long sword. Me long sword. That's a 24 to hit. 24 nice. will hit. And with... the terrible is poking through a little bit. No, no, no. Not yet. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 damage. Okay. Yes, please. Yeah, you slice in. You can see, like, as you slice through the cloak, it, like, mends itself. It looks like he's kind of made out of shadow. Yes. Did you roll a natural one as well on your yep. second attack? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, no. And, uh, and then he just, like, chuckles as he casually blocks the, the other uh, blade it's strike. Like, <laughs> Just like with the with the haft, you know, with of his uh, scythe. You and then mock my pain. And then he is going to uh, he's going to glare at you, and I need you to roll me a charisma saving throw, please. Oh boy. You have a look die. Yes. So eight, nine, ten, fifteen. Fifteen is not a success. Plus <laughs> one. A 16 is a success. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you manage to shake off this mind use one, one. Oh, you can only use one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Per, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. action or roll. Rules schmoles. <laughs> Glad we used one. Okay. Perfect. Esra, it is your turn. Okay. I'm going to shoot him with a magical arrow using sharpshooter. Sounds good. Okay. Um, <laughs> a two. Um, plus <laughs> nine. Plus three. Yeah. So that's... Uh, why can't I do math? I, I just used 15. my fingers. 15 will hit. Oh, okay. Good job, That's Ezzy. Not bad. Um, okay. Four. Seven. Plus sharpshooter. Plus 14. 14. Plus the seven. magic arrow. Mm-hmm. So what did I say? 14? 16. 16 damage? Yeah. And then I'll shoot him again, obviously. Yep. 
Um, oh, I crit. Yes! yes. Finally. Yes. And okay. I'm assuming that you were sharpshootering as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Most definitely. So, is that then 20 or is that just 10? Just like, it's just yeah, mad. Yeah, 10 doesn't double. Yeah, okay, doesn't cool. Double. So, just the dice. So, the dice doubling is 8. So, 4. So, that's 12. And then I'll roll. Ah, nice. Another 8. So, that's 24, 34. And then, of course, I'm going to bursting arrow. Uh huh. Um, Which is max 2 6. So, that's 12. And then. So, 24, 34, 12. So, we're at. 42, 46. Um, four, yeah, 46, 4, 52, 55. 55. And that was with the plus two for magic arrow oh, as well? Oh, uh, no. So that's 57, 57 okay. damage. Yay! Yeah, uh, and then you pull back with that first one, you fire it off, you, it kind of knocks him back and uh, kind of staggers him. And then your second one, you immediately pull back, you feel all that magical energy that somehow is still within you, like burst out and just this giant explosion of orange uh, energy rocks him. Nice. Does that explode in a radius? Yeah, it does. And it does hit every, (laughs) no, it's every creature of your choice. um, And all other creatures within 10 feet. Within 10 feet? Oh, I'm dead. I mean, at least I'm unconscious. Well, you would only take the explosion damage, which would be... A lot. It would just be the two D six. It would be. I got twenty. I uh. Just do the two D six on it. Just then it was twelve because I got. Yeah, I'm unconscious. Twelve. Okay. Twelve damage. Sorry, guys. It's okay. (laughs) And now let's see. Technically, technically, you're within two (laughs) D's. Yep. Cool. I just kill everybody. Fine. That's you know whatever. I didn't even think about that. And you know it might be this. This is new to Ezra. Yeah. So I don't know my own strength. Yeah, sometimes. Okay. So your turn ends. Uh, Aventhi is next. He's going to try and recharge his Lashing Shadows power. So you're... And does not recharge his Lashing Shadows power. There's a lot of damage. Yeah. So he is going to turn to Eve and just try and slash at her twice. Bring it, buddy. Well, the first one's a 10 to hit. That misses. Oh, no, it's three times. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, the second one is an 18 to hit. That is my AC. Okay. So we'll do damage for that one just a moment here. And then the other one is a 17 to hit. That will miss. Okay. Uh, so just one hit here. Fifteen slashing damage. Oh. And then I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw, please. <laughs> no. That's cocked. Great. I failed. Okay. Uh, you are frightened okay. until the uh, until the end of the target's next turn. So you can't move closer to him, and any attacks you make are going to be at disadvantage. disadvantage. Hey, but he is not go- going anywhere. He's just maniacally laughing at this point. He says, "You seem uncoordinated." You seem like a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Saradon, would you please give me a uh, death saving throw? Yeah. Sorry, I killed you. 13. 
13. Bless. One success. Bless. <laughs> Bless. Uh, Bolt, it is your turn. Uh, it, does he seem like he's injured in the extra? You, you or? can't. You can't really tell. Can tell. Yeah. Okay. Um, I see that he's kind of tough, so I'm going to make sure I try to actually do some damage. I'm going to cast Magic Missile at the second level. Okay. Nice. And so I'm going to do... It's 44. Can I steal 84? Yep. Ten. Ten damage. Okay. Nice. Plus one each, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. Already. Yeah. Uh, ten. So 14. plus four. Fourteen damage. Fourteen damage. Yep. So it takes fourteen damage. Yeah. These the streak of four rusty red missiles uh, fire from Bolt's gauntlet. Did it? Do you do like? Is it a hand blast? Is it a? a no. It's uh, kind of like uh, like the little stingers that yeah. Jenga or oh, uh, yeah. not Jenga. Um, I'm gonna lose my nerve card here. No, the Mando. Yeah. Oh, the all... whistling birds. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah. they just kind of. Yep, they're cool. I slam into him, and he grunts in pain as and and steps forward a little bit. Um, and then at the end of your turn, unless you have anything else you'd like to do, um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna move. Six. Move here. Okay. And, like start going up the ramp. Yep. Okay. Cool. And then uh, he is going to use a uh, legendary action, and he is going to try and actually, he's just going to gather up a little bit more shadow and heal himself with this legendary action. Mm. Don't do it. Hey, and then it is top of the round. Eve. All right. I won't, won't provoke an opportunity attack to go and help you, Sari. So sorry. It's okay. Um, we'll attack with the longsword again. Yeah. It's with disadvantage because you are frightened. <laughs> well, I rolled a natural one, so. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're just kind of like, you're just shaking in fear is basically like all of the horrors that have ever like crossed your mind but are like embodied within this spectral form. Fantastic. Yeah. Second attack. I'm sure. I the 10 both times. 16 nice. to hit. Uh, 16 will hit. Nice. Yes. Okay. Nice. So that's for six okay. damage. Plus, um, let's add a Divine Smite in there. Smite him. Okay. So Back six. To the so for an extra seven. Uh, you definitely see that radiant damage bursts through him, much like it did the other shadows. So, there you go. I'm out of spell slots, so glad we could do that one time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh, he's gonna take his legendary action to make an attack back on you. Don't die. Back and misses. You manage to bring your sword up, and it just kind of clings against uh, against his scythe. Um, you're still pretty terrified of him at this point, but. Uh, yeah, sure. Ezra. Okay. Um, seeing that my explosion hurt Sere, and as a Tushin, I'm charged to like defend life, not mm -hmm. destroy it. I'm going to run and try and leap across, if I can. Uh, go ahead and give me an athletics check. Okay. Come on, Ezra. Um, okay, I'm throwing that in there. Or acrobatics. I will go ahead and say both. Um, fourteen. Fourteen. Um. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say you can make that. Okay. So that was 5, 10. 
something to point distance yep. and then okay and then yep, I I'll, will, let you, I'll let you get up to okay cool and I'm going to reach in and grab my potion of greater healing so you I'll open your mouth and just wake up maybe 44 I forgot, plus 4 I have a healing potion yeah okay. so go ahead and roll the 44 plus 4 um, I'll take my full action and just do the full okay. amount perfect okay awesome so, so that's um, 16, 16 32 20? Wait, four, 44, 44 plus so, 4. So 20. 16. So yeah, 20. 20. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Oh, good. I kind of come, I like sputter awake and I'm like, are you protected? <laughs> no. Um, yes. He's like, no. <laughs> um, and then at the end of Ezra's turn, Her so armor is clanking together. action and try and um, go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Um, oh, that's gonna be a eleven. Uh, oh, your, I spent that. Your vision starts uh, kind of swimming a little bit, oh, no. and and you can't quite see clearly. Like uh, shapes are kind of morphing around as he muddles your mind. What that will do, we'll find out. Oh no, I'm muddled. You are muddled. muddled. Just consider yourself muddled for now. Uh, and then it is the avatar's turn. Does he recharge? His lashing shadows. He does not. Oof. So instead, he's just going to make three attacks against Eve. And uh, you're you're no longer frightened. That's good. <clears throat> so we've got a thirteen. Yes. We have a twenty-five. Hit. And a sixteen. Yes. Okay. So one attack here. Down. I'm going down. Are you yelling? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Just think of that. Yes. Uh, 16 slashing damage. Goodbye. Okay. Technically, that would have been the oh. second attack. Hmm. Does a 16 hit your AC? Um. No, I have a 17. Okay. Yeah, so he, he moves like he fells Eve, knocks her down, and then like just like uh, he just swarms forward and tries to slash ah. Ezra. And you you block it with your bow. Oh, that's not good. It'll crack someone. Okay. Then it is Saradon's turn. Okay. Yeah. Upon seeing Eve go down, she just screams. Does a break dance? Standing. Yeah. <laughs> and just the black widow kick up. Yeah. Jumps up <laughs> to her feet. And it's like, oh, so we lost, we lost bless. So oh yes, yeah, bless is gone. <clears throat> sorry. Okay. Uh, Can't concentrate bless. when you're dead. She's like, you bastard! Unconscious. And takes a swing, eighteen yes. to hit. Eighteen. And sorry, I actually, as a bonus action, I want to cast um, Hexblade's Curse okay. on him first. Yeah. And then take a t- take an attack. Eighteen will hit. Okay. So that is going to be just this. Um, oh, no, it's a 10-sided die. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so uh, it's my proficiency bonus, which is a three now. So that's nine damage. Nine damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then another hit or another swing. That bounced out. Seventeen. 
17 will hit. Okay. Before you do that, hang on a second. Okay. I'm just trying to struggle with the math, math, math. Mm -hmm. um, what I want you to do is I want you to add 2d8 radiant damage onto this. Ooh. Basically a smite. As you come down with righteous fury on the man who oh, took out Eve. I'm so furious. Come on. And tell me what the radiant damage is specifically. So the radiant damage is nine. Okay. Um, plus 10, so 19 total. I mean, nine, nine radiant and 10 okay. otherwise. Yeah. Uh, that is enough. Yes. So you you come down and you just pull one like his eyes kind of or you can you can see him kind of pull back and surprise again you mm -hmm. can't really see his eyes I keep trying to describe him. Um, he, you see him pull back and surprise as your glaive comes through and you just see this streak of golden light that you didn't think you were capable of and it just slashes through him and That's you can cool. see like it just cuts and cuts most of him away and he starts kind of dissolving in in holy fire and he says, "This isn't over. I will find you." And that old will be mine. And then he disappears. Oh, dude. Whoa. Okay. Hold on. Oh, do I have any healing potions? Eve, I'll just go Eve to Eve and I'll pull, I'll pull one out, out of here. I've got Eve. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just, uh, yeah. So Bolt, go ahead and give me yeah. there. I'll do yeah. cure wounds. Okay. As I'm like uncorking the potion. Uh, uh, five. Five? Yeah. Eve comes back. You know what? I'll do five. it twice. Might as well do it twice. Okay. okay. Um, go ahead and just mark off three for your next roll. I, I mean, I can roll it. each time. That's fine. If you want. No, it's good. Uh, and then four. Four. Okay. So Eve, how much? Eyes open up for just my spell explosion. Yeah, just mark down three. Check so I, like, I run over to her and I get down, like, on my knees, actually. And Terry's, like, crying. And <laughs> she's like, she's like, Evie, are you all right? I got him. Well, technically, I think Ezra did most of the damage, but he also took me out with it. But anyway. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't it's all right. think that that was going to happen. It's all right. You brought, you brought me back. All's forgiven. Are you okay? I, I have a bit of a headache, but yes, I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. You look pretty good, all things considering. Thank you. Glad Four. that... Where did that horrible man is dead? Magic come from? I've um, never seen you use that before. It's popped up a time or two, just never like that. Oh. That was different. Probably craggy, doing something weird. I don't know. Nice. Yeah, Eve just, um, or I mean, sorry, sorry. Just kind of, she just kind of curls up on her knees a little bit, and it's just sobbing. Sorry, it's okay. We did it. We did it. You did it. You proved yourself. You are strong. Hello? Is is anyone there? And then the, the platforms start like raising up and uh, eventually just kind of mold back into this nebulous, misty first room that you guys were in. And you see uh, you see the same person, the same cloaked figure that talked to you before and says, Congratulations, you've passed the trials. And then he kind of notices the general like air of the room and he goes, Is something wrong? Um, and Sarah just kind of, I think through her sobs, is just, um, she's like, it's not enough. 
I need more. I'm not strong enough. And where do you pull your strength from, Sir Your strength, not ours. From my desire to protect the ones I love. Then keep a hold of that as you move forward along your path. But you have proven yourself worthy. And you can you can feel the energy in uh, the will of the crags, craggy, uh, as you know, <laughs> uh, start to like build up, and uh, you have unlocked another ability, which we will tell you about. Uh, I'll go ahead and send you, or we can talk about it in a bit here, and we'll we'll probably just share it in like a link somewhere. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then and then he goes. The, the the figure looks around and you you don't you can't see their faces either but you can tell that he is frowning and they go where is Grenard did you did he say anything when you defeated him who is Grenard Aventhi what he called himself Aventhi and I'm going to find him. He said he was. This was only an avatar of himself. And at this point, she's like, gets up and like wipes her tears. There is like away. a a fearful murmur that goes through the choir as you mentioned, Aventi. And she's like, she's her her anger is is building at this mm-hmm. point. And she's like, if that was only his avatar, I'm going to hunt him down to the ends of this continent and finish his final form, whatever it may be. He will not touch my friends again. I am sorry I didn't realize that he was aware of this. Aventhi is... I hope hope that's picking up on on the (laughs) way. It's one of them in the back, like panicking. Are you okay, Rocky. buddy? Did you get it all out? Okay. It may happen again. <laughs> At two in the morning. I'm yeah. sleeping. You can wake in a panic. As you know, the choir's main purpose is to restore balance in all things. Yes. You remember that from our first interaction. Indeed. Unfortunately, that means that sometimes we are not on the side of good. I have experienced this. We may have had an overcorrection when giving the will of the crags to Aventhi. His plans far out exceed what we are hoping to have accomplished and bring balance back to an area. Hmm. You are the correction to that correction. We saw an opportunity when a piece of the Will of the Crags broke away from Aventhi's greater weapon, and we forged it into yours in order to combat him. He is your goal. He is responsible for the cracking. I just got chills. <laughs> <laughs> 
like a realm jumper or something? <clears throat> I think that's a good place to leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let let's let's oh, end it there. Crap! I seriously uh, yep. goosebumps all down. So uh, we will go ahead and continue next time. Thank you everybody for watching um, the cliffhanger of all cliffhangers, I suppose. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. See you guys. Goodbye. Bye.